0: Show. Welcome to This is Only a Test. This is episode 51, recorded February 3rd, 2011. Smith joining me today, directly on my left. Directly, I'm going to say that again. Directly to my left, Norman the Chan Chan. I'm not sure that's my middle name. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, only to me. Yes, where's my money? Don't you get cakes or something too? No, just money. Oh, it's uh, okay. That's something else. And directly to Norman's left, uh, sitting in the seat normally occupied by one Gary Whitta, who is traveling today. The A in Wangcast, on a Herca Robles. What
1: up, y'all?
0: It's not New Year for you today. I'm sorry. No,
1: how much money are you gonna get,
2: Norm? Uh, Give me a number. A so number. A like hundred thousand. Do you take toys from other children? No, I take money from married couples. Uh, my what? estimate for this year is four hundred and maybe thirty-eight, thirty-five dollars. So good. explain this to me, because you know I'm from Tennessee and. Racist. There's no
1: money. <laughs> this is not. A, anyway. this is no, no. Not, there's, a, there's
3: no.
2: There's. No. This is
0: not a tradition that was common to me. There's in, no in moon my youth. in Tennessee. We did. Yeah. The, you can't. You can't spell Tennessee with moon. Um, shine. You. You. Basically, the moment you get married, you stop being a payee and start being a yep, payer. Absolutely. Well, that is a big disincentive to get married. Yep.
1: Is it because of the one child rule?
0: <laughs> Does that make no, sense? That's racist. <laughs>
1: Thank you. It's a real thing.
0: That was no, the, that was I, without I, a doubt the quickest turn into that's racist we've had so far on the show. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
2: Um you know, Anna's here perpetuating the myth that she and Gary are indeed one person. The same person, that's true. different voices. Say party, Anna. Party. No no. Party. no, no. party. Party.
1: I'm saying a party. Party. No, no. Party. party. You gotta say like an American. Going to a party.
2: Party. Like, right? like hardy. Yes, party. but party.
1: Party.
0: Uh, so let's just jump right into it because there's a bunch of this was this was we've had a lot of slow news weeks uh, so far this year. But this this was I mean, I don't want to say it was the news apocalypse 2011, but it was the news apocalypse 2011. Biggest news week outside of CES. It's a
1: good thing I'm here to parse all that. Uh,
0: That's all true. That There's a lot of lingo jargon. coming here. Uh, so the I don't know if this is the big news, but this maybe was the this is where I'm going to start. Uh,
2: and uh, Google had a Honeycomb event on Tuesday, I guess. I see. Uh, That's probably the biggest official event news of this yeah. week. Yeah, so we're glued yeah. to your
1: computers.
0: Yes. Yes, we were. So Honeycomb, as you may or may not be aware, is the next version of Android, probably 3.0. I don't think they've ever actually officially confirmed that. But uh, it seems to be a tablet OS. And there's actually some questions whether that's going to be released for normal phones as well. What's the current word on that, Norm? I'm not sure. No one is. That's that's it was like a as trick opposed question. to
1: just for Zoom.
0: It's just a t- it, the current speculation is it may just be a tablet OS. But what it was, so uh, they showed a bunch of stuff. They showed this first user interface, the brand new
2: one, which is um, I don't know. It looks very Androidy. Uh, I'd say it actually looks less Android-y than Android than current Android than 2.0, 2.1, 2.2, 2.3 even.
0: Uh so a uh, couple of big things they changed the the one that I'm most excited about is the notification tweaks. Yep. Uh so currently on Android you kind of have the option to either get rid of all notifications or just do nothing and leave them there and let them build up and build up and build up build up until you you scream and explode. Uh now you can get rid of them one at a time, which, you know, small enhancements.
2: I mean, it, the whole thing is to take advantage of the larger screen size, higher resolution screen and the, the main the desktop, as it were, the, the layout is such that allows for multitasking. So it actually reminds me a lot of the the playbook UI. Okay, so you have the icons on the bottom and your panes and the widgets and panes on on the top. Widgets is a big thing. Um, they're putting a lot of emphasis finally on media, so you get. Decent music playback, album cover art, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, the the music playback was
0: a huge is one of my biggest knocks against Android right now. Is uh, you know, because coming from iPhone or Windows Phone Seven or well, I guess those are the two big things. But the media playback on stock Android systems is is not good. It doesn't handle ID three tags properly. It's chunky. Uh, there's typically weird mixing problems like you'll get a, a bing bong notification from email or text message or something like that and your, your music will actually cut out and then come back in and it's uh, sometimes a little abrupt.
1: Does an iPhone do that too?
0: Uh, no, iPhone is – it's the difference between just – boom, chopping it off mm-hmm. and a kind of gentle fade. Yeah. It's like a mi- it's mixed rather than this one stops, this one starts, this one starts ag- stops, right. this one starts again. Because
1: I like it when iPhone does that. I think it's pretty classy. I, it's just like very – it's like choppy. I,
0: iPhone does it the way it should be done.
1: Gotcha.
2: Yeah. And then another the thing they did was show a bunch of games. They had people from publishers like Disney, um, Fruit Ninja guys came up. And so games on tablet, nothing surprising. It's a lot of catch-up stuff. It's finally, I think, them coming out and saying, hey, look, we are – as good as, and maybe a little better than the iPad uh, was well, one year ago. It, I mean, it seems like it's going to be a situation where,
0: you know, with with multitasking working a little bit in a more real multitasking way on Android, it seems like it's going to be a kind of power user situation versus ease of use. Get everything out of the way. Uh, so if you want to get in and tweak stuff, then it seems like Android is going to be the way you're going to want to go because you know Apple is pretty consistently locked down. Uh, the other thing that I thought was exciting was the render script stuff. It's unclear exactly what that means, uh, whether that's going to be a 3D accelerated API or if it's just a, uh, uh, uh it, it's basically, it's a way to speed the rendering of UI elements inside your apps and stuff like that. It seems like it should be 3D rendered. I don't think they actually confirmed that or, or not. Uh, and I haven't gone to the SDK documentation to find out. But, I mean, it seems, it seems almost like the kind of core, uh, 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 you know, UI acceleration stuff and the the, the pitch to zoom and all that kind of stuff. It seemed much more fluid in the demos that they showed at the Google event the other day.
2: And then finally, the thing that actually affects Android, current Android users, is that the web store, they actually have a web store now. The marketplace is now on a website. I think it's market.android.com. Yes. And you can make purchases on that website. You don't have to go to sites like AppBrain anymore. Um, or you don't have to go did to your Why It take them so
1: long to do that. That's insane. Every time uh, I'm doing an app every week and I need to find like how much an app costs, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's like 18 sites come up and well, some of them have different prices. <laughs> it,
0: it, well, part of it is that they accept all sorts of different currencies. So if uh, you're an yeah. app developer and you live in, in the EU, then you charge in euros and they do a conversion on the fly to yeah. see what euros to dollars should it's be. Crazy, so you end up like paying
2: seventeen.
1: L's and C's with lines through them. I'm like, I don't, that doesn't, that's not relevant to me. Yes. Yeah,
2: it's, 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 it was a finance thing. Uh, but the cool thing is, you can buy an app on the the new web app store, and because Android does over the updates, it will push that app to your phone because your phone's always logged into your Google. You so cool. it's it, in that regard, it's very much like Xbox Live Marketplace,
0: uh, where you know you can go to the website, push the button. When you get home, assuming your Xbox was on, it'll download and be there waiting for you. Right.
2: And then they also announced in-app purchases, so now you can you know you don't have to d- buy five different apps uh, just to get new song packs for your Tap Tap Revenge or or you know, new issues of uh, the Android digital version of some so, magazine. So buy one one platform and then go in app, you know, monthly. That's kind
0: of cool. Well, it's funny because like as a as a person who uses these app stores, you go and look in the iPhone in the iPhone uh, app store, the iPad app store, and you look at like the m- highest grossing apps. That's like the most fascinating section for me because it's all a bunch of free apps that have in app purchases that are very cheap typically so it's stuff like uh we Rule and kind of Farmville clones and and that kind of casual social game and what that says to me is that people are making more money off of those apps than they are off of 9 and 10 dollar expensive, you know, air quotes there, expensive apps. So I'm always really wary of those in-app purchases apps uh, for the most part, but uh it, yeah, I mean, people, p- people seem to want them. Thousands of dollars on Farmville. Yeah, three thousand dollars. I think. Well, I think they. What one of those guys said? They they have customers who spend three thousand dollars a month on on in in game currency for that kind of stuff. I mean, that seems crazy to me. Uh, they also showed Google Talk running with video chat, so that takes advantage of the front facing camera on the tablet, so you can kind of pseudo FaceTime. But it's nice because it integrates with the existing ecosystem. So you know, unlike FaceTime, where you have to install this weird, janky Mac app and then try a bunch of different shit. Basically, this will just work with anybody who's on Google Chat and has the video uh, extension installed for their browser, which is re- kind of handy.
1: Do you think people are demanding like FaceTime uh, analogs and all of their things? Does anybody like video chatting at this point
0: uh,
2: with tablets
1: and phones? Okay,
2: I think doesn't matter if people like it. The fact that it's a big feature a that Apple box. is touting, yeah. then that's something that everyone else needs. To get in their product,
1: I just wonder if people will kind of uh, no, will forget it. about we'll it in the it. next few. I don't
0: know.
2: We'll, we'll, years. I use
0: it. I mean, we'll I've use used, it? used it some. I mean, yeah. my, well, my family lives across the country. My sister got an iPhone, hmm. and uh, I mean, we we have actually used FaceTime not super regularly. I mean, I, it's funny. I, don't, I talk to her mostly on IM, so I don't talk to her on the phone very much. Yeah. Um,
1: I feel like it's really. I feel like our our like basic styles of communication are going way more into text than. Uh, you know, screen stuff like I'm not screen stuff, but video chat. Well, but I, I like mean, the, I, I would like to the video chat with a
0: puppy. Yeah. The times that I've oh, used video like chat Just are like <laughs> Hey, I heard you got new glasses. Let's see them. Or, oh, my God, I want to see
2: your puppy. It looks so cute. Sure. Or, sure. I'm starting on the surface right now. Video chat with puppies. Uh, you're
1: going to do like a like a <laughs> Basically, puppy farm, talk puppy to chat. Basically, you're a puppy chat. It's a
2: farm where <laughs> –
1: 99 cents a minute.
2: <laughs> 99 cents a minute where I have like laptops set up in a room and puppies just singing da- at tables. And people can pay to mm. so video chat with puppies on the big screen. Terrible. Pimpinpuppies.com. Yeah, um, you're going
1: to exploit those poor puppies and they're going to feel dirty when they go to sleep at gonna night. They're just going to feel
0: love. Love, Maybe. exactly. You can't love. get love through a screen, exactly. my friend. I, yeah, I know Believe a lot it. of people who'd beg to differ. <laughs>
1: well, but just it's not as good. Um, not that I know. Uh,
0: yeah, so so the 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 Google Voice thing. I mean, that's kind of interesting. I don't I don't know if it's going to change the world. I mean, how did you feel coming out of this honeycomb thing? I I, I kind of I was kind of expecting a little bit more polished experience. It's, there's no date on any of these tablets yet.
2: So I, I mean, I kind of came out of this looking for a release date for the Zoom. And, well, you, you came in there looking for release date because this was not an announcement. Honeycomb is something they have shown in videos before and they've at least – I mean it's something we all know about. We, we've seen many if not most of these features either in rumors or actual official Google videos. So, Or see, we've seen the hardware in there's, person, there's, although not necessarily There's really money. need no, – there wasn't any need for this event other than to say that – to finally give people – some people who went hands-on time with these products and it was for partners to you know, to get but, Disney on the podium so that on their live stream people would say, oh, Tap Tap Revenge is coming on to Android – but they didn't give people hands-on time. They it was still
0: give- like the CES thing. No, all those hands-on videos were a Google representative holding the device, running the d- the demos, and other people were holding cameras
2: and asking questions. I mean I- – Well, it was actually software running. It wasn't video playing.
0: Well, yeah. It, okay, so this time it wasn't actually a video loop. like It was at CES when we saw all those hands-ons of the Motorola yeah. Zoom, and that was just them pressing play on the video player. Very cheesy. Um, but but the the, the – the, yeah, uh, John Stokes over at ours had said explicitly Google wasn't letting anyone touch any of these devices. Yeah. So that to me says this is not something you're going to see in the next two months.
2: I don't think. I don't think it's because they weren't confident about the product. I think, yeah, it's not coming out soon.
3: Which, yeah, I mean, it's, not, it's not far
0: enough out that they don't want people handling it, which says it's not. I mean, I, that to me says they aren't confident about the product as it is right now. I mean, I, I, I don't think that says anything about how the product's eventually going to be. I think that it just says you know hey we're not we're not ready for this yet but we got to get something out there because we know there's going to be an iPad 2 announcement soon.
1: What so- do you guys think the best is that they can hope for in terms of like popularity and just like you know omnipresence of this device like is it actually going to compete with iPad or iPad? Oh 2? yeah, you absolutely. So? Oh yeah. yeah, because I mean in the same way that Android phones compete with the iPhone. There are more Android, Android phone there, yeah.
2: users out there right now than iPhone users. So, absolutely. I mean iPhone sold 16 sold Sixteen million, or Apple sold sixteen million iPads last year, mm-hmm. and the there was fourteen point seven five around fourteen. Right. Yeah. So the biggest uh, tablet seller for Android was Galaxy Tab, which shipped two million. Uh, that's only from one maker. If Honeycomb, which is and it wasn't a good product, and it was okay. not I mean, a good product at all. Yeah. So a, a good Android tablet from many makers: LG, Motorola, HTC, everyone else, Asus, hitting that. 15 million in a year, I think is no problem. Well, and and
0: as they come out as they, and they start competing with each other, we'll see the same thing that happened in the Android phone market where you know there's price competition and I, I would expect that the iPad will still remain a, a kind of premium expensive price mm-hmm. while the Android tablets will start a race to the bottom.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Like I don't have a tablet yet. I really would like one but I want them to start competing for my dollars a little more. I don't feel like shelling out.
2: Well, I, don't I mean, know, I, don't, I don't know people who are big Apple users who – are going to uh, switch over to Android tablets and vice versa. I don't think there are big Android phone users who are re- who really want an iPad and don't you, want You kind of want to buy
0: into one ecosystem or the other. Yeah, and, and yeah. because
2: there are so many more Android phone users – I mean not all of them are on the high end. A lot of people are still using Android 1.6. But there are a lot of people out there. The point is still just waiting for an Android tablet to come out so they can buy it. Well, and then the other thing I think that's going to happen depending on what the,
0: the iPad 2 is – ends up being is i think there's going to be a pretty robust market in used iPads. Cuz i mean they're relatively sturdy, the batteries are holding up i mean my battery is holding up very well, much yeah. better than i expected at this point given Apple's history.
2: I don't think there're going to be a bunch of used iPads cuz i don't think a lot of people are going to upgrade to iPad 2 if the rumors are true of it being, you know, all it is adding. Well, cameras, that's the question, yeah. Cameras and a possibly a, you know, memory card slot which is looking less likely now. I really? think there's they're not s- even
1: going to put the SD card in.
2: Uh, a lot of people are saying that that slot on the cases are actually, is that just the micro SIM slot. Well, that makes sense. Mm. And, and not actually a SD slot. Um, the,
0: the, I mean the thing, the thing about that is I think there's a certain number of people out there who are going to go out and buy the new whatever Apple releases on day one. Sure. And so, either they'll run the old one down to kids or spouses or family members, whatever, or they'll put it up on Craigslist. And I mean you always kind of see that when a new iPhone comes out as well. There's always – a spike in the price of of the last generation part followed by a kind of drastic decline unless you're talking about unlocked phones or jailbroken phones which is I a think bit I think case. more or less
2: so this year I think this year mean, people who waited on did not buy an iPad 1 because they don't buy first gen Apple products they're going to buy an iPad 2 because they've been waiting for it and they're big Apple fans I I think we're going to see much less people actually getting rid of their first gen iPads and getting an iPad 2 because it is a big big purchase and it's not like a phone where you Want to have the best phone because that that's the device you use the most in your life it's it's a tablet yeah it's a secondary device
0: so um, one last thing about the Android market uh, if you have multiple Google accounts hooked up to your main Google account so like I have my normal Gmail account as the main and uh, my whiskey media account as the secondary account but I foolishly set up my Google and my Android phones as the using the whiskey media account so that means all the purchases and stuff are tied to that. Hmm. Uh, that pretty much means that I am completely fucked when it comes to the web-based market. Uh, I need to put a support call in and see if they'll actually convert my my Whiskey account to my Google Gmail account and merge them or something. But anyway, uh, if you have done that, then if you have multiple Gmail accounts and you you have them synced up, just just something to keep in mind.
2: And also, it, it's looking less and less likely that Galaxy Tab owners will be able to upgrade to Honeycomb. Really? So talk about, like, not wanting to buy first gen products, people. I think everyone who, most of the people who bought an iPad one last year, even though it's you're stuck with the first gen Apple product, and Apple quote unquote screw you over one year later, uh, they're happy. I'm per- perfectly happy with an iPad, having owned it for almost a year now. People who bought the Galaxy Tab four months, you four, guys are five months. Screwed. with something with something that was just as, almost as expensive as an iPad, but you're stuck with Android Froyo. Yeah, I Samsung's. mean,
0: and given given Samsung's history of updating their their Galaxy S phones, I don't think anybody is
2: expecting any kind of big updates for the
0: for the tab at this point.
2: Although they did promise Gingerbread, didn't they? I, I think at most it'll get Gingerbread, but it's not even Samsung. I think the restrictions on hardware for Honeycomb will make it so the tab will not qualify. Does it require you, dual core? I think it will require a dual core tablet. Wow,
0: wow, that's that's really unfortunate. I mean, I, I never like to see that, but I mean, this is. This is one of those situations where the people who were reviewing those ta- that Galaxy tab especially, including us, but almost everybody else said, hey, don't – even Google said, yeah, Froyo is not for tablets. Don't use Froyo on your tablets. It is a mistake. You will regret it and, hmm. and unfortunately, I think people will. So it's kind of a bummer. But I mean the good news is it will keep doing exactly what it does right now indefinitely. You just won't get the kind of free upgrade that, that people kind of have come to expect from their phones. You know, that, That's an interesting question. Do you feel like people are justified? You know, if you went out and bought a a Galaxy S phone and and you're on Froyo pretty much forever is what it seems like it's gonna be, do you feel like people should be sore about that or should they they should buy the product as it comes? Like you don't buy a refrigerator and expect to get a software upgrade that makes it get twenty degrees cooler halfway through its life.
1: Right. Well, I mean, hasn't the iPhone kind of set the pace for that with you know the fact that iOS just upgrades and upgrades and upgrades. Not always. No, not always.
0: I mean, your iPhone 3G wouldn't upgrade to iOS 4. I mean, it would, but it didn't. It was bad.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I still make the upgrades, and it doesn't. I mean, some people, yeah, it totally wrecks it. But I think uh, Apple is getting a little smarter about not doing that anymore, since they have such like a pain in the ass every single time. You know, depends what you mean by upgrade anymore.
2: I think with Android updates, sometimes there are complete overhauls of UIs. Um, with Apple updates, it's more about feature updates, like you know, adding copy and paste, adding yeah, things. yeah, those upgrades. Makes sense I think to you're me. total, totally, you, you can be, feel entitled to that because those are these are missing features that you know. Yeah, uh, but I mean, uh, like you wouldn't expect GPS will, to magically be added if no, your phone didn't support GPS well, yeah. or your you know the, the whole um, or the, the you know the homepage UI change, all that stuff. The yeah, that that stuff. If it's entire platform change, no. So minor releases, but not major. Yeah.
0: And I guess the Galaxy S is a special case because it was broken at shipping where, where like, GPS didn't work right and some stuff like that was weird. Anyway, that's Honeycomb. Uh, it's coming at an indeterminate period of time in the future for an indeterminate cost on indeterminate hardware. Is anything else indeterminate? Indeterminately awesome. Yeah, indeterminately awesome. Uh, and so the, the next big news – and this is kind of a PC story, but it, it's – a crazy, crazy big recall. Oh, yeah. Uh, Intel announced that there is a flaw with the Sandy Bridge chipsets, so the P65, 67 uh, series chipsets, Man. that causes uh, SATA performance to degrade over time. Only on the SATA, not zero, one ports two, three, four, five. So yeah. So if you're only running a single hard drive, a single optical drive, you're fine, which means in most notebooks probably are OK because very, very
2: rarely do they have multiple, multiple hard drives. But it is a legitimate recall. There is a manufacturing problem. Uh, board partners are probably looking into it. So you have to really contact your board partner to see if your board, uh, what, what you can do to get a new board. So what are the, um, what are the symptoms first? If, if basically, your, your SATA I don't drive. don't there are any symptoms right now. I think it's a long-term problem. Well,
0: what will happen eventually, though, is that your SATA uh, controller will start throwing errors. So your your throughput between the hard drive and the motherboard will gradually be increased by like error checking and and kind of uh, ECC type stuff. Yeah, uh,
2: and eventually your SATA drives will get very slow. It sucks for Intel, but they did the right thing by. Announcing it and making the recalls, so I think they're probably going to take a billion dollar loss on this. But oh, God. it could have been much, much worse. How
1: big of like a black eye is that though? Like in terms of um, PR and consumer trust and stuff. Because I mean, like when you know when iPhone shipped with their little stupid iPhone four bug, people acted like it was the end of the company. It was such a grievous mistake. Well, How come this,
2: lunatics always act like it's the end? I mean, it's,
1: it's just because there's a higher standard put to Apple. Well, or? I think it's,
2: there's nothing actually wrong with the. The actual processors, it's the controller on mother for motherboards, the chipset. Whose fault is it? Who is to blame? No, no, it's definitely Intel's fault, (laughs) and they've admitted that. So I I don't think it's going to be a big PR thing as long as they, you know, actually, you know, recall and replace those motherboards that people have bought. But the one big problem other people have talked about is that. because we're expecting Sandy Bridge in the new MacBooks this year, it could hurt, hurt their business relationship with Apple mm. if they're saying if Apple's like we want to update our MacBook Pros this year with Sandy Bridge and Intel's like oh no, but they're actually not ready yet, then Apple might say oh well.
0: But if it's only port socks. zero and one, yeah. then it
2: doesn't matter because there's only be two drives in MacBook Pros it, it, anyway. It's a it's a it's a standard or it's a, it's a quality assurance thing, right?
0: So, so I mean, typically the way I look at it is, if companies like own up to the mistakes that they made and and make it right with customers, mm-hmm. I kind of don't care. Uh, like the Sony battery recall is a is a great example. Sony made a whole shitload of lithium ion batteries that exploded. Uh, it's pretty bad. Five six years ago, <laughs> oh, is that the one
1: where people like would carry them in their pockets and they're like, "Oh, acid on my thigh." Um, it
0: was laptops, but they catch <laughs> okay. on fire. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. bad. It okay. was really bad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you had these pictures of laptops and the battery compartments were bulged out. That's
1: like, g- oh yeah, I yeah, can't
0: remember not that. not good at all. That
1: happened to Apple too, right? They didn't uh, well, their Sony was the oh, OEM was their- for the batteries. Gotcha. So
0: gotcha, gotcha. yeah, uh, so you know they kind of lagged behind and we were kind of trying to get. it's the fight club thing right so you remember in fight club when he's talking about the recall formula on the airplane oh
1: right the equation yeah and
0: he's like there's a simple <laughs> equation you figure out how much it's going to cost to recall all the devices and if that's less than the potential lawsuits right. times the uh, random uh, the average amount of damages yeah. then you know we will we'll, we'll do the recall
1: right 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 um which company do you work for? A major one.
0: Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. They're all doing yeah, it the yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's the same kind of situation with the recalls. And I, I always feel like if they own up to it quickly, the, the challenge here for Intel is that they didn't actually sell the defective components to most of the customers. So because it's on the motherboards, all Intel does is provide a chipset to a motherboard manufacturer. The motherboard manufacturers actually build, design, and assemble those boards. Okay. So if EVGA or ASUS or, or one of the many, many companies that make – or Dell or, or HP or any of the companies that make Intel mother, motherboards with Intel chipsets decides they don't want to honor the recall – then then it's it stinks for both companies. It's bad for Intel as well, though, and it's kind of outside their control.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, my hunch would be that they'll spend, like Norm said, a whole shitload of money to make it right with the OEMs, and then the OEMs will, will pass that on to the customers. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean it's kind of an unfortunate situation. Uh, there's a story on the site right now. If you're worried that you might be affected, probably you are if you have a Sandy Bridge machine. I think the only thing that wasn't affected were the core i3 boards, and that's only because they only have two SATA ports, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Something like that. Uh, but, yeah, basically if you have an i5 or i7 Sandy Bridge machine, you probably are affected. So uh, contact your motherboard manufacturer. I don't know – at the time we wrote that story, they didn't have a whole lot of information about how they were going to handle it yet. But I would bet that they probably do by now because it's been almost a week. Uh, the next thing is the Google and Bing super
2: controversy.
1: What? I don't know about this.
2: So, oh.
1: Is it because Norm used Bing Espionage. in that
2: video? No, 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 no. no <laughs> Let's put no, no, no. one thing though. So that was movie magic. And yes, the that was movie magic. There was reason, a reason. with Jews was because there was. We were testing these search results in Google with, with in Google, and these search results would pop up every time we would type that sentence. We're talking
1: about instant search. Screwed you over. If you haven't seen it, you don't know what we're talking about. But yeah. that's your own fault because it's a good video.
0: Yeah. Now, if you say so yourself, right?
1: <laughs> and I say so myself.
0: Uh, so yeah, the the Bing Bing Google controversy started when Google instigated a sting Ooh. so they
1: they made a bing a, sting
0: th- it was a bing sting <laughs> they thought that bing was fake was duping their search results ah. uh so they made a whole bunch of fake pages associated them with specific keywords is ah, awesome and then got engineers to use ie8 on a windows machine with search the strings for- that people would never search yeah like gibberish search strings okay so, I mean, I don't know if you've ever played that game, but it's kind of hard to find a string that isn't in the internet somewhere. No,
1: like, yeah, I've, I've uh, come across that once or twice.
0: Yeah, so it's the same kind of thing. Basically, they had some engineers use IE8 and the and the search feedback thing, which oh, is basically a tool that says sends the pages you browse back to Microsoft so that they can make their search results better with Bing. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's also part of the Bing toolbar, I think. Hmm. Uh, the Google engineers type this type these gibberish strings in. And then they kind of sat back and waited to see what would come up on Bing when they searched for the same things. And within what, like a month and a half or something like that, the same same bogus results They did were it for up on Bing. It actually happened? They
2: did 100 test cases yeah. and they found that for six or seven strings – the The search results popped up, the results popped up on Bing that would not have popped anywhere if they had not been tracking Google. Six or results. seven out of a
1: hundred is that is that pretty damning or is that like? It's, oh, it's, okay,
2: well, no! It, 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 if it, even if it's one, it's. I damning. think it's just the right amount of damning. Mm-hmm. But the point is that Microsoft has come forward and say said that they're doing nothing wrong, and technically they are doing. Nothing legal, uh, because it's happening through the Bing toolbar, and the Bing toolbar has an option that says, you know, if you're using the Bing toolbar, Microsoft will track kind of your browsing history to better give you results based on what type of stuff you're searching for and what type of pages you click on after searches. So it looks to Google's search results, and it, I mean, it's a practice of other things, that other toolbars, and other kind of search engines have kind of done. Um, what is what would be illegal and against policy is actually spidering Google's results and that's like actually going through Google's search and and copying all the results wholesale and, and Google prevents that because they have a, a piece of a line of code in their search engine uh, that like the robots dot something um, that's <laughs> it, it's 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 a lot of code that prevents um, a robots dot text, is yeah, that, text that stops uh, other search engines from spidering them and wow. stealing the results well everybody every website has that so like
0: we have on on tested. We have sections of this of the site that we don't let Google search or other. But you can't other, crawl, right? The Facebook. That's what Facebook does, and that's why Google can't oh, go, go search Facebook. Robots.txt is more of a recommendation than a than a hardened test. So,
2: so uh, the Microsoft the the Bing toolbar kind of gets around that, but in principle, it's the same thing that they're doing. And fundamentally, it's bad for search in general because then you're not actually developing algorithms; you're just kind of uh, tracking and 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 like bootstrapping results, yeah uh, that's not how all of Bing works. I mean, Bing obviously ha- has done things that are relatively innovative at the time. I mean, they did the infinite image search results and stuff, and so Microsoft's come forward and said, "Oh, the only reason Google's like throwing a hissy fit about this is because now we matter and now they see us as a real threat, and so this you know justifies and validates our relevance
1: so uh, you know the morality or honor of what they're doing aside. Uh, does that mean that Bing? If you search on Bing, you're getting everything you'd
2: get no, in Google. No, not not at all. Okay, Bing has it's, with it's the Bing, distinct with the Bing algorithm. You you get Bing results. I mean, yeah, Bing search, that, crawls so the that web that and indexes the, the, cor- the web in its own. So unique how are they way. benefiting from this? They benefit because better technique because there are certain search phrases that that. Or certain things that Google looks for better, such as, uh, does better, such as a uh, spell correction. Like, oh yeah. Google really prides itself mean? in yeah. Yeah, the did you mean <laughs> things. So if you type something incorrectly, they'll ass- you make an assumption about what you did search yeah. and give you actually relevant results. And Google is so proud of it, they say that they, do you spell correction on things that people have never searched before? So it's not like it's over time they get better. It's like they are they instantly better. Smart. They look at the po- relative
0: popularity of the two – of the misspelled term and the correctly spelled term. So even if you spell a word that is a word but they think that when paired with this other thing – Yeah. No, uh, that
1: totally makes uh, sense. So like, not yeah. even
0: that. Even for people who have never made
2: that misspelling
0: before. Well, right, right. I mean, it's, it, based it, it, on, it's based on the overall popularity yeah. of the terms, not
2: your – popularity so for that kind of stuff bing doesn't do super well and it will help what they're doing right now helps them with that those type of searches okay so so this turned into a a twitter pissing match is where it got everything
1: does at this point
2: well no
0: no this this one was especially bad because this was like frank shaw who's the director of communications or president of communications or something for microsoft very high level guy
1: okay
0: uh gets on twitter and i love i love frank because he's an entertaining guy but he says don't be fooled. Google wants to change subject because they're under investigation in the US and Europe for manipulating search results. Oh my goodness. Two, Google <laughs> also collects customer data from Chrome and Android. Is this the pot calling the kettle black? Mm. And then uh, That's racist. And then, <laughs> yes. and then he says, Harry Shum, who's an engineer, is very clear, or, or product manager or something, uh, is very clear, with it provides a link that it takes 1K plus signals to hit the ranking algorithm. So he's saying that includes clickstream click data, which is the stuff that comes from the Bing toolbar, which is the, the data in question. So what he's saying is that Google couldn't have done this once or twice and submitted it via. IE. They had to do it thousands of times hmm. in order for these false positives to show up. Okay. So then Matt Cutts, who I think is like Google employee number five and is the the guy in charge of keeping search results relevant and keeping people from cheating at Google, says, so far Bing's response seems to be, we don't copy Google's results. Oh, wait. Of course we do. Uh, And then (laughs) he provides some links. And then some other people get in and – uh, Dave Weiner, who's the guy who invented RSS, says That's an
1: unfortunate name. <laughs> if you're defending yourself.
0: <laughs> well, he he he's just a spectator at this okay, point. Okay, okay. Uh, but he 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 says, Oops, looks like Google got caught Microsoft cheating in the search, provides a link. Frank Shaw says, no, they didn't. Uh-oh. Dave Weiner says the evidence is pretty convincing. Frank Shaw says, Google had employees log on to MS Customer Feedback Service System and send results to Microsoft. Matt Cutts says yeah, Frank. The, he says to Frank Shaw and Dave Weiner, normal people call that IE eight in in quotes. Damn. <laughs> and then and then this is the coup de gras. Okay. Frank Shaw says, Hey, Matt cuts. if this whole engineering thing doesn't work out for you, try PR. You've got the chops for it. Ooh, wow. Winky face.
1: So Winky Face? Winky that's, that Face. Is, that's just like a fucking kick in the side, the winky face. It's salt in the wound.
0: <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it was a spectacular pissing match. Over, yeah. over something that like in reality, it probably doesn't affect normal people very much. Uh,
1: well, but we, you don't often
0: see like two of the biggest companies in the world going at each other publicly and yeah. in such a violent fashion. Twitter
1: and, is hilarious.
0: Well, and, and so Kara Swisher at uh, All Things D uh, kind of wondered if this is the beginning of the Larry Page era of Google. Oh.
1: The worst, I would imagine. I mean, you mean I, the, the public relations. Dude, I like it when of? I like
0: it when companies go at each I like other. it I too, it's but it's not good for
1: them, right? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, it depends. I, I, I don't. Don't know be if it's evil. Good for them. Just be assholes. Yeah. yeah, being an asshole. I'm kind of an asshole, but I'm not evil. It's two <laughs> totally different things.
1: I would like to see like uh, a produced, like little puppet show where all of the dialogue is from Twitters.
0: The saucy puppet show.
1: A saucy puppet show featuring real tweets. We will do that for the happy in, hour next week. Oh my week. god, it'd be so good. Yes, be so good.
0: Yes, yeah, so maybe we'll get the readers to write a play in Twitter to us.
1: I think that's taking away from the brilliance of my oh, okay, idea. Okay,
0: okay. Find find a, a internet pissing match. That's and we'll it. Do it. We'll we'll stage
1: that for the live show.
0: It's, it'll be old by then. We got to find something current. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so uh, that's that. Uh, more controversy.
1: Oh my god, I call, can't take this much. We're going to call this the
0: Controcast.
1: <laughs> the Controcast. Uh, <laughs>
0: Controcast. It's the Controcasta County. Oh god. cast of Cast podcastering. All right, that's enough. In Canada. Uh, basically, There's the no man. In the man. Well, first off, they're buried under like a million feet of snow. And, uh Magazine was telling me that it was negative forty outside his That's house. Not a number. And then he told me it was negative forty with wind chill. So I was significantly less impressed. Mm. Uh, but in Canada, uh, this uh, basically their equivalent. It's unclear to me what the CRTC is. But it seems like they're like the the FCC in the United States.
1: Okay, C-R-C-T? C-R-T-C, I
0: CRTC, I think. I'm Canada bad with that. And does no, country time Nope. 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 No. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, basically, they said, "Hey, hey, Bell and other Canadian ISPs, it's okay if you do usage based billing oh, on your internet yeah. service." Which, which, in theory, when you tell me what usage based billing is, I would think, "Oh, okay, that means I pay per gigabyte instead of getting a paying a flat rate for." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, X amount of usage.
1: Right.
0: What the CRTC meant, took that to mean was we can say 20 gigabytes is the limit of your internet usage for the month across <laughs> the nation. Okay. And, uh, well, good luck. And also <laughs> it's going to be really expensive if you go over. We're going to usage-based bill you out of existence should you go over your 20 gigabytes or 25 gigabytes. Wow. 20 gigabytes a month, like basically I live under a 250 and gigabyte a month. Is that much for breakfast? Comcast cap. Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. Twenty gigabytes, like there are games on Steam that are sixteen gigabytes now. Yeah, yeah. I think Team Fortress is like twelve. I mean, you could use basically all of your internet by accident by buying one game from the internet. Right. This is not a good
1: thing. No, it's bad. People don't like it when they can't get their internet. That's one thing I've learned in the last few weeks.
0: Yes. So we wrote about this. Uh, Matt Matt Braga, who's Canadian and and affected by this it's inane policy for him. Uh, has written about this and the good news is... It could have been tragic for us, but... Yeah, there was good news. Silver lining. I mean, it's it's interesting to us in the United States because had this stuck in Canada, it would have been super bad news here because it would have been the first thing that the local telecoms would have done because it's a way for them to make a whole shitload more money. Without paying, it, without spending any extra money, without providing any extra services, or or spending any money to give those services, do,
1: don't aren't our don't our new net neutrality laws protect us from this kind what of what no. net neutrality laws? I, we just got some new ones. Really? Well, yeah. What are they? I heard about I that. I don't know what they are, but they're you know no, this was no, like several no, months ago. No,
0: we didn't. There were a lot of rulings, but we're, there were, were no laws. We're, we're mm. Guidelines. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Guidelines. Yeah. Those, but I thought the, that was like the whole kind of. Do you
0: know thing what's was- less toothless, more toothless than a guideline?
1: Uh,
0: Not much. Okay. Yeah.
1: Guidelines. Uh,
0: so so Sergeant the good news Perry. is the – Recommendations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Suggestions. Yeah. You know what else? Well, never mind. Uh, the good news is that the Canadian prim- prime minister or premier or whatever – King
1: of Canada. Right. The
0: king of Canada is called and his political stooges have said, hey – you guys have really pissed off people about this. Mm. You they're, they're they're I don't want to say they're peacefully protesting outside the the Premier's Palace cuz yeah. that's the wrong country. Okay. Uh but no, they they were actually um it's it, it seems like they're going to force the CRTC to reverse the de- decision Yeah. and all will be well again in Canada. Although they've always had kind of janky bandwidth caps at least on the mainstream providers. Hmm. The the thing that changed with this was uh, you, you used to be able to be a go to like a subcontractor provider. So uh, for a long time we had CoVAD DSL here and CoVAD kind of leased last mile access from the phone company. Uh, but But then they would provide a completely different service. And what happened mm-hmm. was Bell Canada and the other providers wanted to apply those same bandwidth caps that they make their customers suffer under ah. to the subcontractor. Uh, People who were subscribed to the subcontractors as well. Okay. So, anyway, it looks like it's all going to be fine in the end. That was close. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I always like to watch out for those things, especially in Canada, because sometimes things go, most, most bad things go from the United States to Canada, like the DMCA and all those other kinds of bad laws. Mm. But in this case, a bad thing was coming from Canada toward us. And I think we've all dodged the bullet. Yeah.
1: Lay off Canada. A
0: giant moose. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> watch out about a boot the mooses. Oh, uh, and then let's see, uh, contro cast continues.
1: Mm. What uh, is it
0: with a, another brouhaha between Sony and Apple, and
2: potentially Amazon? Norm, can you fill us in on this? Sure. So, Sony has their own line of ebook readers, and uh, they like and, 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 and a store and, and a store to go along with it. And they submitted an app to the App Store. Uh, the the yes, the apps, the Apple App Store for iOS, so that people with iPods and or iPhones and iPads can read books that they've bought. So on like the Sony Kindle Air app or, or, or the sure Barnes and app. Sounds awfully familiar. Yes. Uh, this this app was rejected. And, uh, Apple said basically, uh, rejected because they didn't have an, in- they, they were violating the terms of use for the App Store. If you create an App Store and you're selling content on the app, like Sony was, or intended to do, i.e. Uh, books, ebooks, uh, you have to pay Apple their 30% cut. But wait, hold on. I can buy books through my Kindle app. Well, you can't right now, actually. What Kindle does and what Amazon does is it kind of bypasses the in-store purchasing system by linking you to the Kindle website. It opens Safari. It's a link. Wait, um, what? So
0: when I click on get books, when I kick oh my god, it does totally open Safari. I never Safari. even noticed.
2: <laughs> so most people notice because it's a convenient way, and then Amazon. Rakes in all the revenue, all the profits from selling that ten dollars ebook to you on the Kindle store. So people are up in arms because Apple seems to be changing their tune from between Kindle and Sony's. Well, app. what's the
1: Well, Apple problem? hates Sony. Why, don't they, well, why doesn't Sony just make a you know front no, no, end for the no, website? No, no,
2: Because Apple is saying that's not good enough. You need to have in app purchases. And Apple, it, Apple came out and said we are not changing our policy, but we are clarifying our existing policy. And if you look at the the, mm. the App Store guidelines, the the rules. Uh, it says that if you 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 app providers app makers cannot use a separate API to sell content within an app uh, outside of Apple's API which is how Apple makes its money but that's really dumb yeah. while, while technically Amazon <laughs> using a Safari link is not an API it is you could it's Apple could, the spirit. App, uh, it is absolutely violating the spirit of the Apple guidelines and so Apple could in the future could say to Amazon, Hey Amazon, get rid of that link, or you have to have an in-app way of buying, but, e- but, selling ebooks. Hold on, so we can get our third percent. So, but that's so, ridiculous because
0: then, like, what's the next step from there? Saying, oh, anything you buy uh, using an iPhone from Amazon at all, you you have to pay. Yeah, that has to be an in-app purchase, and, and Apple gets their thirty percent cut of that. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. God damn it, Norm, you're supposed to be Apple here. I'm. I'm no, I'm let's, saying, let's. You I'm be Steve you're, Jobs you're and I'll be Jeff Bezos. Bezos. And I'm going to say, hey, Steve Jobs. <laughs> hey, would you, such a dick. Would you, like to, would you like to buy a Segway? Oh, I love Segways. It's the future. <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what Jeff Bezos Rachel say. or Guinevere. What was that called? Lisa. No, Lisa was at the Mac.
1: What are you guys talking about?
0: The Segway. When the Segway first came yeah. out. It had a name and it was uh, – Oh, uh, yeah. It wasn't,
2: that was Dean Kamen, right? It was de- oh, oh, Dean Ca- – oh, hold on, hold on. Let's pause the podcast while we figure out the code name for the segue. Ginger. ginger. Yes, it mm. was Ginger. It was indeed Ginger. Yes. We, everybody – there was a press release that came out. G- Dean Kamen's in for
0: innovation. Ginger. People will be redesigning cities. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Jeff Bezos said this is going to change the world in a positive way. <laughs> And then it turned out to be a two-wheeled, gyroscopically balanced scooter yeah. for $5,000. It's in a
1: commercial now, though, for a car because awesome. it's so wacky. It's fantastic.
0: And people just
1: laugh when they look at right.
0: it. <laughs> right. It, be, it went from being something that would change the world to a punchline yes. overnight. Yes,
1: in, in a car commercial. Yeah,
0: I've ridden one before. Have you
1: ridden one? I've never ridden one. Norm's ridden didn't. one. Well, you, took one. Like a, yeah. you could look like a tour around Pacifica, right? Hell,
0: yeah. Okay, I'm taking a tour around Pacifica. It's the best thing you can do in Pacifica except for hang out with me. <laughs> and maybe even
2: better than that. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So that's the that's the so Apple. no so there's what's the store So yeah, really? here, here are a couple things. But oh, wait, happen. there's more. Um, Amazon could say yes, we will implement the App Store or the the App. I don't, I don't stuff. think they're going to say that. Uh, they could do it and just bury that link and still have the Safari link and just have it technically there. That's what I I would do. I don't think that's a- that kind of <laughs> passive don't think bullshit uh, I, is going to fly I, with the App Store yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I think, uh, but if you look at Apple's, uh, the reason they had the thirty percent. Um, in app purchase or thirty percent cut anyway was when they first announced the app store. They said that the apps they need that money to help maintain the app store because okay. through iTunes the hosting of the, of the files and everything that that costs money. Yeah, all but those but, 32K but if two K files, but if, if it's in app stuff and where those these files are actually coming from Amazon and it's actually Amazon's you know. It's – they they have like a system in place. They don't need to take 30 percent. You know, More likely in the future, they'll come to a compromise and Apple will take like 5 percent of the purchase. That's still a load of horseshit, man. It is. It is absolutely well, a Well, it's load, crazy load of that like
1: they're pretty much screwing Amazon just so that they can like spite Sony. You know
2: what I mean? No, no. It's not to spite Sony. It's because Apple wants tighter control. Of, it's because Apple looked at all the books that people are reading on Kindle and was like, oh, hey – they're yeah. making money at this.
0: yeah. yeah and we would like ours, it, please. And it's, it's
2: a competing product. I mean, because there's iBooks and people, frankly, aren't using iBooks that much because you can only use it on iOS devices. So the the other thing Amazon could do is say, "Fuck it, we're going to take our app off of the App Store and have an HTML5 Kindle app." That's the nuclear option. And I think I, I think it's safe bet right now that there are engineers over at Amazon working on an HTML5 version of the Kindle app, which would work, which would be great because then it'd be you know great for browsers, it'd be great for Android apps, it'd be universal. Um, Who knows? You know.
0: It's funny because I just thought Apple had finally gotten their shit together with retarded things that they do in the app store and then they come through and do another one of these numbers. I mean uh, it just – it's upsetting. Like there's – no good can come of this.
1: It really just reminds me that all of these, like, you know, technological decisions are being made by people with emotions and, and, you know, sort of petty.
0: White guys in suits. Yeah.
1: And just like people were like, oh, money. God damn it, I want the money. And just, you know. Well, of course. I know. I mean, it's but, you know, you would think that.
0: Money makes the world go around. It's just like
1: immediate decisions, not looking towards the the future of, you know, what's actually. Well, they are looking towards the future. Be-
0: They're thinking about all the money Amazon's going to make off the Kindle app in years to come. Yeah. And they want their cut. Yeah. It's it's a little fucked up that though. Uh, also on the iPhone front, uh, the Verizon iPhone reviews hit yesterday.
2: Yeah, so uh, many outlets uh, got Verizon iPhones last Friday and have been testing this special. Over outlets. well, I, I most I, favorite I would call, outlets. Now I would say some of them are special and some of them are "quote unquote" special because they're you know, well Gruber clearly no no, no is special. "quote unquote" special meaning like you know. Special, differently abled special. Like, I just don't like their content. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to name any names. So, that's very cowardly abuse. They have TechCrunch. Crunch. So, <laughs> they had about five days to put out, to do their testing and put out their reviews. Now, here's, here's something I don't like the timing of the Verizon iPhone review embargo was obviously set by some PR guy at Verizon or Apple to coincide with the honeycomb event.
0: Well, and and then the same thing happened. There were also some iPad story links leaks. Yeah,
2: no, uh, I think that those were less – And I the mean, Daily, which less, we'll talk about in a minute. Sure. But if they – I don't know if that was planned beforehand, before the Honeycomb event date was announced. But it, it, I could totally imagine a scenario where they were like – the PR people are, okay, we're gonna, uh, hand out, send out our review batch of the Verizon iPhone and people will do testing and they'll write great reviews. We know they'll write great reviews because we know reception's better, whatever. And we'll give them two weeks to do it because that's a great enough time for testing. But oh no, shit. Honeycomb event is next Tuesday. I'm gonna cut the embargo. They only have five days to review it now. And, and they're all gonna get it up anyway. I'm pretty sure that's some, that's what happened. And I really don't like that because well, i mean because all those publications the it absolutely cheapens review and those publications every one of them is put in a position where they have to kind of rush the review now i'm not saying that 5 days was enough time but i'm saying that they you know i feel it, pretty confident you could review a, a, a
0: uh, I, I, the
2: I, iphone I, 4 that you've already had for a year well no i'm yeah. reception i'm saying i'm saying reception wise cuz when you're talking about the, if the review is sh- mostly about reception quality with a device well it's that, quality and data speed. And data speed's for a device that universally over the past year has been contest the biggest contention the biggest, you know, contested thing about the quality of this phone is the reception quality. Yeah. I don't think five days is enough to give a, a valuable Well, if that's what you do for those five days, then yes, it is. But yeah. if you just, if you're just like using it, like in you your area, want. if you're, if, if you're just testing it in the four places you normally test things in San Francisco. Yeah. And then you're making a, a recommendation for the entire Verizon network for the United States, I don't think that, that really works. Well,
1: well, but, but who's testing, I mean, other than like people who are like actually, I mean, what what do you expect them to do exactly?
2: I'm just saying that five days seems like an awfully short amount of time if you want to make a very definitive, comprehensive review. And that's why we don't review. Well, that's true. I mean,
0: we've never done. I don't think we've ever
2: posted a review in less than two weeks. That's besides the point. The point is now that the phone reviews are out. Yeah. And the the verdicts are pretty much the same. The verdicts Oh, some people, there are extremes that say the Verizon network is vastly superior to the AT&T network, those were also the voices that were loudest bitching about AT&T, as I recall. Uh, but I think the majority of people are saying that. Uh, I mean, they're sticking to the facts, and in fact, the fact that CDMA is slower than GSM and 3G, yeah, especially in uploads. The Swedes are about twice as fast on 3G when they're full bars, or in GSM when it's full so, bars, like that uploading sucks. photos to Flickr or TwitPick or something yeah. like that. Latency is mm. latency's about the same, but the coverage is much better on Verizon, and these are things that we already knew. Yeah. So the big uh, the big revelations. For the phone is that, uh, the, the whole, um, no talk and data use at the same time is less of a problem than it was with Edge because in Edge, when you were browsing the internet and you, and someone called you because you're using a data connection, you didn't even pick up the call. It it just went to voicemail with CDMA. And this is something that everyone who owns a Verizon phone knows, smartphone knows. When you're browsing the internet and you receive a call, Verizon will stop your data connection, halt it. T- uh, temporarily, you'll receive the call and then resume it immediately afterwards, and you won't lose a connection. You're
0: talking about GPRS, by the way, not you, not Edge.
2: Yeah, yes, I
1: was about to say yeah. okay. a- Edge.
2: <laughs> you can be on Edge and and receive a call. Yeah, I don't. Think no, that's... no, you know, really? first gen iPhone, you could not do that. Yeah, you could. No, 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 no. You you cannot. If you, my... if you were if you're on if you were actively downloading something like loading a page hmm. and then receiving a call, I think I think it was only when it was the little circle for GPRS. The, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying.
0: GPRS yeah. is the circle. Was, edge was an E. You're talking not about, a, I'm, about think, I'm thinking
2: about Edge with the E. G, well, GPRS we, – we can, we, can, okay. we can check this. Okay. But that's irrelevant because no one uses Edge really I anymore edge. anyway. I use Edge. I use Edge Ed, Edge works way
1: better than G – 3G. 3G uh, on my iPhone 3G.
2: And I think that was a problem with, with well, I- iPhone Edge, not, not the Edge, the way AT&T – You're talking about OG edge. iPhone Edge. OG yeah. iPhone, the way AT&T implemented it. But anyway, Verizon iPhone – Mobile hotspot works. There's, it's great because – Is you, there a charge it, it, for that? It's like 20, it, bucks, a yes, month, 20 right? bucks. a month, Yes, 20 bucks a month. It's better than getting a Wi-Fi or a 3G iPad, paying 15 bucks a month for that because you can actually use internet on more things than your, iP- on, than your iPad. But Wi-Fi is
0: still superior.
2: Wi-Fi is probably superior. Uh, battery life drain on that is going to be more than if you're just browsing the internet or just using the phone in general. Uh, there is uh, a feature on the phone where if you have mobile hotspot enabled – but it doesn't detect a connection it will not broadcast so we won't suck up your battery until there's actual connection but then if you want the connection again you have to go wake it up on the phone it's i think it's a fair price to pay for a battery i'd rather have
0: that than the battery be gone in an hour or two yeah
2: and i'll tell you how many devices are actually connected to your network um on the phone can you do
0: an open network or does it have to be locked
2: i think it has to be locked that's lame uh, and the, uh, along
0: with this, AT and T has also announced their mobile hotspot plans. Although it's unclear. They didn't specifically exactly the say same price. Twenty bucks. Twenty but they bucks. They did hotspot.
2: It's it's, it's going to be for
0: iPhone, right? I it's mean, it's, well,
2: they couldn't say for iPhone because Apple has not announced when the uh, new uh, iOS update four point two six will be released that has the software enabled. Uh,
0: but that, that's what's shipping on the Verizon iPhone,
2: right? That now, is what's right? shipping on the Verizon iPhone.
0: Yeah. So uh, so the the hunch is two weeks. Uh, coinciding with the expiration
2: of Verizon's sponsorship of the Daily, and the reason that makes sense is because um, the Verizon spon- made- Verizon probably made a deal with Apple so that they could get mobile hotspot first, so the reviews would have something to actually yeah. say, and and then they would pay for the well daily something to say other than
0: hey this is slower than AT and T but more more reliable in yep. a nominal way yep
2: yeah and the reviews have all said that so they got what they wanted
0: uh, so. Well, okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about the daily for a minute because the daily is News Corp, Rupert Murdoch's uh, uh, company's daily kind of it's almost like a daily news magazine for the iPad. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's it's funny because I read I spent a little bit of time with it yesterday. We shot it for Apps of the Week, and then I took it home last night and read a whole bunch more. And I think the mistake I made was the first couple of things I read were things that friends had recommended. Uh, and we're actually pretty pretty well written and entertaining. The general world news and kind of sports coverage and other stuff is is like USA Today level of bad. It is poorly written, uh, boring in a lot of cases. And, I and like written for people who have fifth grade English, which like is the problem because schools.
2: they're touting it as old school journalism meets new new school. Media. Yeah, but it's it's not. Uh, it, it's not, and that's a bad thing. But the uh, the bigger fundamental problem, and because writing is something you can always just pay to ha- get, get better writing. Uh, is that the platform sucks. It feels like it's it's worse than other uh, digitized versions of magazines that have been on the iPad that haven't been very successful, frankly, after the first issues. Well, I mean, I think the one exception is Wired, right? I mean, Wired seems to be selling some copies. uh, They're definitely selling some copies, but after that first issue, I think – well, the, it's a huge drop. So the thing is, after that first issue, they very clearly went in and looked at how people
0: are using it because it's changed significantly since since the first couple of issues. And I I actually really like that the modality that they have. So you kind of scroll side to side to move from story to story, and then once you're inside a story, you scroll up and down just like you do on a web page or oh, no, into papers. F- like functionality, that. I'm
2: saying functionality is fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's it's just not something that I don't I think people I
0: don't know if people want that really
2: want it. Yeah, and. I would rather have something like Instapaper where it's a digest of just, you know, text, nicely formatted images, but just a long stream of it. I don't need a fancy anchor system. Yeah. Like bra- I just need something fast and and nicely formatted.
0: You know what I would love? Is if InstaPaper would watch my Twitter feed and just grab the stuff out of there. Grab grab those links. Anything that's a text story that has more than X number of words on a page, it just dumps it in my Instapaper. That'd
1: be cool. Kind of like flipboard. The the whole idea of The Daily I think is really interesting because clearly it's like an old school media tycoon being like, oh my god, with these like new tablets – there's not going to be one thing that everybody is reading in the way there was like one 6 o'clock news that everybody would be watching or the – yeah, exactly. You would that's, say that's, today or Newsweek. Yeah, and, yeah that's and, the problem and, of
0: media today. Yeah, well that's, exactly. That's and, why. And
1: like, dudes like Murdoch just can't – they can't believe it. They're just like, no. Well, no. There is
2: going and, to and be a I,
1: thing coming out that everybody or you know, a huge well, – and, and, and I think I that's a think great thing. I don't think there ever will be. I think, I think it's I a think, cool thing. I think
2: it's tol- – having that kind of media touchstone really there's a lot of social advantages of that.
1: I agree, but and, I think
2: it's gone. Well, uh, it, it's very tough to replicate. I'm not saying, saying it's gone completely, and this was probably the best attempt yet because they did partner with Apple to do it. Yeah. And so, if uh, moms and pops really just want one thing to download, I mean, if, if you know they buy an iPad, where can I get my news? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: it's the McNews problem of USA Today all yeah, over exactly. again. Because I mean, USA Today, while undeniably at this point a success. Is only a success because it's the lowest common denominator and, and that's not what's going to appeal to the iPad crowd because the iPad is a kind of premium product. It, yeah. It's not – I mean it, I don't see the, the – the, put another way. The the number of times I read a newspaper when in a hotel room from 2000 to 2005, mm-hmm. quite a few. I would frequently bend over, pick up the freebie ho- newspaper, take it with me and read it wherever I was going. Yeah. Since I got an iPad or a Kindle, I haven't done that once. Yeah. Because I always have something else to read and I'm not going to go for – like I would much rather go out and, and load up Flipboard or something like that with a whole shitload of, of venues that I actually trust and want to follow yeah. than go for – Rupert Murdoch's vision of this of this thing. When frequently the problem is that like there, I'll read a story that's kind of interesting and it's a it's a stub almost right. So it's like mm-hmm. a one paragraph st- story and there's no fucking links. Yeah, like the whole point of reading on a hypertext <laughs> device is that you can. Put links out to the original source, or to if, do you want to know more? Click the link. Sure. And there's no do you want to know more?
1: The one thing I kind of liked about the interface was that there's little interactive polls and stuff. Like it was laid out like a Newsweek where there's polls, but you, you can actually vote in the polls. You yeah, actually get more information. That's kind of cute. Like that's, that's like, it's, that's cute. like a very, it is, it's very minority party. Like oh, it's yeah. a future newspaper. Look, I can touch it. The pictures are moving. No, like it's in Harry Starship Potter. Troopers
0: is what you're. It's thinking. like
1: Harry Potter. They're moving pictures. Don't don't but let
0: the moving pictures seduce you, on
1: Magic. No,
0: <laughs> but,
1: no, it, but it doesn't. Ultimately. It's, I think it's – I just think that kind of cultural touchstone is is really not coming back.
0: Well, but the, I mean the other side of this is that it's the, – the software is bad. It takes a sure. long time to load the initial copy every day. Uh, you have to be on Wi-Fi if you really want to see everything. The, once you load it, it is slow moving from page to page. Yeah. Navigation is hard. The only way you can navigate is by flipping through pages. The ads – the nice thing is you can always tell which page has an ad. The bad news is that it takes those ad pages a couple of seconds to load. Yeah. Which is a couple of seconds more horrible. than it should. Yeah. I mean it's it's not a good experience. I think it's gonna implode. They're spending a ludicrous amount of money on it. It's like fifty three million dollars a year or something like that. It is a crazy expensive operation and, and I, I I just makes me sad. Sad and angry. Sports section was pretty good over here are in into na- nationwide sports. That was the high point, I think. Uh and there was an article about Portlandia that was actually quite funny.
1: Do you like Portlandia?
0: I like Portlandia.
1: I have not watched it. Portland makes—I don't think I've ever really known anybody from Portland. I've never been to Portland, but I have the idea that i, I truly hate Portland.
0: Oh, you're doing it wrong. Portland's awesome. Oh,
1: Portland's all so. about
0: coffee and beer and people. Yeah, you know the song. That song is I'm seems much, very uh, accurate. I'm
1: too much. of a snob for Portland, unfortunately. I think it is there's a real problem. I it, think I think you'd be surprised. I, I would be horrified with myself if I found uh, if I found myself loving Portland. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm like Liz Lemon in that Por- episode Portland of Thirty Rock, awesome. yeah, where she Portland's goes to. Columbus, or whatever. What's all
0: this hating about fucking
2: Portland? I Portland is the low tech Seattle.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, or, the, or the, that's a, a low tech is never a good thing for me. Well,
2: Seattle's so far in the future that being. It's San it, Francisco it's, with it's, better it's, coffee and beer and fewer black leather jacket people. Well, no, that's you're talking about Seattle. Portland. Portland has better coffee and beer than San Francisco. It's all
1: Francisco. like crunchy and stuff, right? That's what I don't like about crunchy? There's not,
2: there's, you know
0: what I'm talking no, about? It's, there's a lot of people what? wearing flannel, but it's not like it's a a city as a as crunchy. She's saying yeah. it's a bunch of weed smoking hippies. Yes,
1: and I'm saying unambitious weed smoking hippies who who take you pride a, like a cleaner, in their terrible graffiti wall mural like things. Fresno or a, I don't know anything about Fresno.
2: I it I it. Like, Fresno enjoy sounds
1: like a frozen dessert.
0: I will tell you, I like going to Portland. I like driving up the Columbia River Gorge. It's very pretty. They have good food, beer, and coffee. I would probably enjoy things it that I like
1: if I went. But yes. uh, I like being. Don't, a don't be honest. I like so, to be a hater. It
0: is so unlike you to be a hater. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, the, we finally found the weak point in Ana's no. in Ana's no hate armor. Yeah, uh, Chrome Nine. It's I didn't out. Even know uh, beta 9 is it beta or is it is it Chrome this Nine is, dev is out for real not, not
2: out for reals and uh, a bunch of features that were in beta are not no longer in beta. So no three D acceleration. Most n- notably, Instant Chrome Instant. If you haven't tried this, you can. Uh, restart Chrome browser or update Chrome 9 you can just go it's Mac you Windows Linux go to about and you go to the options go to the basic tab and I yes. think in the middle there's an instant checkbox yes uh, check it and basically in the Chrome uh, the uh, navigation bar just start typing web page and it will begin loading the web page
1: Ooh that's what cool. as you type in the Out
2: web page i oh my god so search. chrome not only get you know getting rid of the caps lock button on the CR48 now making your enter button your return button obsolete as well I like the you, know, you can like start typing you know like videos and it'll just before you even t- finish the word videos it knows it'll load, it'll load the page because no when your to start loading it, because uh it has indexed that page and also it does look at your history so like if your most frequently what visited website is tested, and you, the second you start typing "w" for the "www," it'll just load tested.
1: That's messed up. So it's got to, So it's it's trying to predict what you're gonna do. It's,
2: it wants, it's the wants, first wants,
1: step to the singularity.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. So I was it's having a conversation than us. with uh, <laughs> one okay. of our uh, bloggers about this today, and uh, this is what Chrome, Google really needs to do. I mean, I mean, Eric Schmidt has come forward and says he wants Chrome and Google services, and you know, to predict what you want to do before you even know it. Yeah, that's not good. Um, no, I think that's awesome because it's convenient. And the thing that I find myself, the most inconvenient thing doing – You know what's convenient? Being,
1: doing, being in a tube and uh, having the world fed to you through your fuck brain. Fuck off, man.
2: I want a cupcake <laughs> in want, a cup. I want that prime rib. I know it's not prime rib, but yeah, I no, want I it. I
1: do too, actually. I think I, want I would it. be totally down for that. Yeah. I'm and
2: just playing the far, devil's advocate. Far, far better than that, that was wasteland of a future. I that, agree. That oh, really yeah, worried. I
1: know. Don't take me out of that. Why I don't want don't to eat Weedabix for the rest of my life. I want some
2: meat. Um, so what I want, and this is how Google TV could be awesome, is uh, – so I have a box Google TV plugged in my TV. I'm signed up for Google. Why and did, no, why no, did I'm you saying, do that? In, in the future, oh, when Google TV when that's is awesome, good. when it's good, this is what <laughs> I will have, a Google TV box plugged in my TV or maybe it's part of the cable service. It will know You're exactly what I'm thing. watching at, at all times. It will be indexing everything. It will be transcribing the shows and commercials as I'm because it's already done. So you're because, saying there will be keyword search based on the subtitles and closed captions of the show? Not, not only that but also based on Google Goggles. So like I'm watching an episode of something and there's product placement or there's there's a something in the background or a music, a song that's being played. And people do this right now. They, yeah. When they see them on TV, they go on the computer and they search you know, what was that song playing on you know, Gossip Girl. Instead of that, they'll know because it's Google TV and it knows what channel I'm watching right then. The second you open your browser, it will have those results. I'm going to go ahead and right tell then. you something. I have that right now.
1: Yeah. And th- th- they already do that too. No, like no, it's no, like no, you They know, know. do that no, for like no, no, actresses no, no, and no, actors? No
2: no. Like, no, no, no. Who is that hot girl in that Can I that tell you the story? And you give me the IMDb page immediately Hi. as I turn on Hi, my Will. the browser.
0: I'm I'm here for Tested.
2: I – the other
0: night I was watching Jimmy Fallon. OK. Uh, on Jimmy Fallon was Fred Armisen mm-hmm. uh, along with uh, uh, the Cooch, Ashton Kutcher. OK. I – Saw Fred Armisen, I thought, oh, I've been meaning to add Port- uh, Portlandia to the TiVo because I wanted to watch it. It sounded entertaining. Okay. I opened up the TiVo app on the iPad. I, it started, and what was right there? Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, episode whatever, XX74321. Okay. This, tonight's guest, Ashton Kutcher, Fred Armisen. I tapped Fred Armisen's face, and it said things he's working on. Portlandia is one of them. I tapped Portlandia. It says, would you like to make a season pass of this? Okay. And I said, yes.
1: So yeah, that, Yes, that, that, I would. That's yeah. a few, I'm already there. That's a few yeah. more steps than I think Norm's dream No, would I take. want
2: the dream, which –
1: Which is you it, just open up your iPad and it already has Portlandia loaded up. Because yeah. it's like I know from Will's taste that he likes Fred Armisen. He probably wants to know what he's working I on. I
2: don't like Fred Armisen though. That's the fucked up thing or about I, this or it. The browser knows that I'm, a, I'm the type of person that when I'm watching in the past – when I've been watching TV shows, I've been known to IMDb or screened these actors. Sure, right? It, I'm because start of that behavior, when you
0: say IMDb, by the way,
2: <laughs> it, it, will, it will predict that that's what I'm going to do the next time. I Open my browser and automatically load these things.
1: That's pretty annoying,
2: though. No, I think it's awesome. I think it had to be super smart, and, and that's close to like magic level. But it's also very believable, like something that we could foresee happen. All you need is more computing power. And well, no,
0: no. I mean the, the recommendation algorithms have to be a lot better because like – remember when you first started using Amazon? It was like, oh, hey, other people who like this might, have, might also like this. And you were like, oh, I, I just bought a copy of Twister. So clearly they understand that I have terrible taste in movies. <laughs> right. So it also recommended Armageddon. Sure. Right? Well, it's, it's more than just recommendation engines. There's, there's also – I mean – what well, has to be? A, there needs to be some people in milk pools looking into the future with red balls. Yeah, and the red ball drops, and it says Chan wants to know about
2: Portlandia. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, that was a Minority <laughs> Report reference. Oh, on a, yeah, yeah, oh I my you, goodness,
1: I I'm not a big fan of that movie. Right, oh, I do like I do like the UI oh, though. Milky
2: triplets. I do like the Contrarians. UI. Contrarians. They contrarian. weren't triplets. Only twins, and then and then the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl, Agatha. Yeah. Thalidomide kids. The girl. Uh, so I guess that's it for
0: Chrome. Uh, last thing. This is just a little item. The Motorola Atrix. This is the crazy
2: hybrid laptop Top This is phone. what we we proclaimed as one of the best products, probably the best singular product we saw debut at CES. Had I known pricing, I might have been a little less I- enthusiastic.
0: Uh, but they're saying uh, the rumor is 200 bucks. No, the, the, the announcement.
2: Phone. Oh, the announcement. Is $200. Oh. For the phone on contract. Yes. Or $500 if you want to get both the phone and the laptop dock <sighs> thing, which is basically a it's screen and not keyboard. Too bad. But if you pay $500 for both the phone and laptop dock, you have to also pay for a tethering contract. What? Yep. Or if you don't want to pay the tethering contract, the $20 a month tethering contract or whatever the price is, maybe $15 and $20 a month, you can buy a laptop dock separately and how much is it separately? Oh also five hundred dollars. I
1: still don't get why you guys are so into the thing about segment about taking the, the laptop out of your phone, which is already in your phone, to make it a real laptop. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you are you talking have, about? Well, you already have all the functionality. No, no, but of it's, a it's a separate OS. Phone.
2: It's a separate OS. Well,
1: why would you want? a separate Because OS. OS. your you mu- phone should be good enough just to. No. use. can
2: my phone do multitasking with? Can you upload tabs? pictures? Some of them can Can you crop pictures mm, and Android upload them can. to our
0: CMS with your phone?
1: What's our CMS?
0: Like you, uh, the thing uh, well, that we use on the website to make you, well, our, yeah, our website. yeah, I can. Work.
1: I can crop stuff. No, and, you can. Because I can with my Photoshop app.
0: Can you Can you upload it to our website?
1: Yeah, sure, I could.
0: No. Why not? You can't. it Doesn't work
1: because if I load because those, the phone those, the phone bl- browser I,
0: isn't capable enough. Well, yeah.
1: okay, that's the problem with the phone browser. You but, know but the what I'm phone saying?
0: browsers are never going to be capable enough. Oh, you never say never. Uh, the current phone, the technology that we have today, the phone browsers are not capable enough to do the things okay. that I need to do on I a daily basis. I that that may
1: be a problem. But the idea of you know making this like laptop-specific phone thing
0: is crazy. No,
2: no, no. The 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 reason you think it's crazy, and I I completely see where you're coming from. But I'll tell you why it makes sense is because when people design phone UIs and phone browsers, it is for the small screen. As opposed to when people design full OSs or even Linux OSs, it's for bigger screens. Well, you you could say that with Honeycomb, but depends on whether Honeycomb is going to fragment Android. That's why there's Chrome OS and, and and and. Android Android are two separate things. Android is a phone and tablet OS, and Chrome OS is for netbooks. Basically, you know. The UI changes drastically whether your modality is to use it with your finger or with a keyboard and mouse.
0: Yes.
1: I just think that everything is going towards using your fingers, you know, with like tablets and super phones. Okay,
0: so are you going to be editing videos in Final Cut in two years with your phone?
1: Uh, Maybe with the tablet. Yeah, maybe.
0: I, you, oh, a, I'm, I'm going, going to, go to tell screen, you it's right, right be now. The minority
1: report. Maybe I'll be using holograms. It's going to move years, fast. In,
0: in two 10 years, years maybe.
1: Mm,
0: two no. years is very close.
1: I think two years, well, I, know. I agree. Two years You're is very close. young.
0: These things seem far years, away to you. Years
1: are moving faster right. as time goes on, but so does uh, the rate of technology. I,
0: I, no, the rate of technology advances at the same rate it has for a long time. Mm-mm. Everything
2: doubles every year and a half or two years. Oh, rate be, math, be math rate.
1: Exponential,
2: exponential curve is coming. No, 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 This is, this is a math. This is a math thing. That. This is a math. Even if you say exponential, that's the rate. The rate. The rate is of still growth. The same. Rate of growth. Yeah. Rate of growth stays the same. Growth exponentially increases, but the rate of growth. Right. Yeah, exactly. so
0: it stays the same. What okay. Norm is saying is that the reason that curve curves up like that is because it's an exponential curve. So the rate stays the same, but the growth is advancing. Okay, faster. well, that's
1: what I'm talking about. So, yes. fine, the growth.
0: But we're not at that part of the curve.
1: I think we're coming up.
0: I know that. that yes. <laughs>
1: that's what a book I read said. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. what a book I read written in ni- 1957. because no, it was no. a book. It was
1: written like three years ago. Anyway, I read it on my iPhone.
2: Outdated,
0: outdated The day he (laughs) sent the manuscript to the publisher. According according to your own argument, something written three years ago might have well been written three million years ago. That's
1: true. But now you're agreeing to my argument.
0: No, I'm
2: disagreeing. But I'm using your words (laughs) against you.
1: (laughs) Anyway, okay.
2: The point is that the Atrix is uh, the phone itself is priced appropriately. The laptop part, dock part of it, is ridiculously priced. And And the fact that you have to pay for tethering to use the fact that that you have to pay for tethering if you want the subsidy on the laptop dock thing yeah. is ridiculous. I'm and the fact that you don't even need a laptop dock thing because you just plug HDMI into your TV and you get that functionality just the same. So uh, I think this is a case of one executive AT&T saying, look at all this amazing press coverage we got. Um, we can charge anything we want. We can charge whatever Let we want. Let the
0: gouging begin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's it for news. Is that? Are you sure that's it for news? You got anything else? I went down the list. It's a lot of news. I know we were kind of fast. I expected the honeycomb stuff to go on for a lot longer. But we didn't have Gary here to tell us that it was Peace. shit. Yeah. Oh shit. We needed
2: the Gary uh, Gary with a soundboard. Right. Oh, shit. Right. Uh let's well let's let's uh <laughs> let's uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play some music. I proclaim this to be shit. Say it in verse accent. No, I'm gonna play the music now.
0: <laughs> uh as always, we have some good stuff on the site this week. Uh see this. Me this week, uh, well, we posted this morning something that I've kind of thought was fun for a long time, but it really captured the mind of, of Ana Herka Robles over there. Yes, the sugar cube logo removal trick, which is an old, old trick that I think I originally saw on Boing Boing or Lifehack or something like 10 years ago. Many
1: people don't know it though.
0: No, no, no. I mean, well, and I hadn't seen a good video that explained how to do it yet. So, yeah. task was served, the content people seem to like it. Yes. Uh, but basically, watch the video because it gives the specifics. but basically, if you have a logo that's screen printed on or painted on or something like that, you can take a sugar cube and really gently rub it away without scratching the surface underneath. Yeah. And it goes away like magic.
2: You
1: can impress your friends. Uh, yes. All of the other video editors in Whiskey Media were uh, shocked and amazed. Yes. By this one simple trick. Kind of a little bit. Just, just
2: bar, by though. the trick but not by the editing?
1: Well, I showed them to it in, in real life. Oh. oh. So then they didn't even have to watch the video. We all watched it together, though, and – they all nodded and smiled and did other signs of appreciation. So,
4: um,
2: Other stuff, uh, the near-field communication stuff, which is kind of like RFID, right, Norm? Uh, it's a little more active than RFID. RFID is passive. Um, okay. And so, near near field communication is just technology of sending signals between close devices, and uh they're encrypted, so you can start paying credit cards, and you can use it to, you know. And add, it's going to be in a, phones, a right? It's going to be in phones. It's already in the Nexus S. Really? It's, it's it's part of the 2.3 standard. Wait, uh, Android 2.3. Does that
1: mean you can hold up your phone to a? Well,
2: you can hold like your a- phone to a a reception a receptor that actually, you know, has the right chip in it. Well, but okay, that's like yeah. those things in the you know, the Open ID services that. Work with it. Yeah, so, so, which there are not many, yet? I would assume. Google no, checkout very. to pay for your groceries. Is that the end game on this? Yeah, that's that's the end game. And there are, I mean, the phones aren't really there yet. Um, so a lot of rumors that iPhone 5 will have this. Uh, but there needs to be some type of like biometric authentication on the phone. So so yeah, totally. someone can't just steal your phone and start making credit card, Google checkout purchase directly tied to You just your have to type account. your Apple ID in. So it needs to be like either Apple ID or some type of a biometric pin. scanner uh, Some some type of uh,
1: – biometric yeah. scanner seems like a, a bit uh, overboard. Well, but, I, I mean you can, don't need a biometric scanner for your credit card well, guess, and yeah, yeah, can yeah, steal that.
2: Yes, to, like a four-number four <laughs> pin.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the point is that your phone is kind of the two factor, right? So you have the phone and then your password, or your PIN, or whatever. Yeah.
2: And you, and there's your two and factor. And it's more for just than paying for things. I mean, it's going to work for like concert tickets, you know, oh, movie tickets, I mean, you, like that. Like,
0: imagine a world, Norm, where you can buy <laughs> yeah. movie tickets from the ATM.
2: I, a paper With is coming ever, imagine a, ever less relevant in a paperless world. Yes. Imagine
0: yeah. a world where you can buy World Series tickets from an automated teller machine. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's a cool idea. I, I, I'm waiting for um, there to be like little office door style key locks where I never have to carry a key again. A palm lock? I, I never have to – a what? The palm lock? What's a palm lock?
0: Like from Mission Impossible where your, the, no, the no, white-lighted no. thing, you put your hand up there and not it with your. Whoop, whoop.
1: Okay, that would work too. But what I'm talking about no, more is being able to hold up your phone okay. and – Okay, so you want to use over, your phone
2: as opposed to the key fob in uh, – that we use like to unlock our office I just want.
1: I just want my – I want all houses to have a keypad. That you don't have to put a metal lock into a with a you know a metal key. This is like yeah, fucking seventeenth, fourteenth, eleventh century want enable technology that world yeah, used to they didn't where, have keys. where John
2: Connor can hack into your house by yeah. with, with some you know he just puts a probe well, in there. Well, now yeah. he
1: can just freaking kick down the door. He, John Connor will get in your house if he wants to. He doesn't need a. Key well, key John, John
2: Connor is a person, not a robot. just yeah, that's to be true. clear. So that's true. You want this? Although, like buying a lock at a door, or, uh, like a traditional lock for a door costs. Uh, from Home Depot, like they're kind of one, expensive. $25. No, they're like $100 for yeah. a hundred bucks. Well, good okay, a good one, $1, $1 fifteen hundred dollars with very low maintenance. That won't. It's mechanical, so it's yeah, not going to break. It yeah, right. And you can make you can make keys break. super easily from your local locksmith. Or do you want something that has electronics in it? That crazy may break electronics and that may run out of juice. I want a clicker. I want to be able to. you? Like, I, I want to be like. I want to be able.
0: I want to click the alarm on my house. I, I mean we had a story I, up on I, the I've website. i have be
1: that too. I just don't like putting keys in doors.
2: It's, you, it's well, unfun. Well, what about a key code? Typing in the key code. That's
1: even lamer. One, I just want to be able five five. to hold something up to something.
2: Well, you, you know, know there are locks efforts. now because that's like – you're talking about like magnetic locks. Uh, mm. We put a story up this week where uh, a office lock manufacturer uh, – Realize that their locks—that so class action lawsuit against them—because their locks now can be opened with uh, strong Indeed. magnets. Cool, these strong
1: magnets, super strong magnets. <laughs> magnets How that do they use work? that
2: were uncommon when they first released these locks. So you know those office like, locks um, that have like the four number, like the, the vertical buttons, and you got to type in the code. Oh yeah, Isn't that like right. Our? Those? <laughs> no, 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 not like our, But basically okay. any office building they in was all built the bar in like in the past, like, like uh, 80s, eight, it's yeah, an 80s, in the 80s, 90s yeah. thing, right? All of those, basically, if you get a strong enough magnet. That's awesome. You so you're them. just like, wom, wow, wom. and just like bender
1: and it freaks out. Yeah. That's horrible.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, I can't see it. Yeah.
0: Um That was a good segue, Norm. Really
2: that's good right. segue. Thank, thanks for calling out the segue. Hey, man, Continue that's what that's, that's what
0: podcasts are all about. Streak <laughs> of ruining segways.
2: <laughs> Do you guys uh, ever
1: make segue jokes? Like segue? No. Segue. It's never, a segue of the future. I don't even
2: know what you're talking about. Okay. O- only misspellings. Yeah. It's all, about, it's all about ginger here.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, long-term 3D testing. We've talked about this on the podcast a lot, so I don't want to get into it again. But basically, I sat down and wrote down – I played a lot of games and watched a little bit of TV and watched a fair number of movies on the 3D TV that is sitting in my living room. And the conclusion I have after three months of this is that 3D on TVs is not very good. Yeah. I mean it's not – there's nothing wrong with the technology. There's – you, hold on, no, no, that's not right. Glasses suck. That's mm-hmm. that's part one. Part two is that it's all kind of half-assed. Like the the Blu-rays is probably the best experience. Video games, the consoles aren't fast enough to drive at the yeah. speed that they need to, uh, and also HDMI sucks because it it caps out at uh, nineteen twenty by ten eighty at twenty four hertz uh, refresh rate, which is not fast enough to really play video games, in my uh, humble estimation. Uh, and then uh, TV is a fucking nightmare. Have you watched – you've watched some 3D TV, right, Norm? I
2: watched – you watched soccer? I, no, uh, I have not watched soccer. I've watched football. You watched the national Real championship game? Football. Not football. Yeah, not football. football. Just you just off the you entire watch, world. You watch football, you watch
1: football americano. Foot, for, football. football. For our international uh, you gotta, you gotta, listeners.
0: got to get it from down the – football. I'm
1: ready for some football okay, americano. Hank
0: Williams Jr. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the football was OK? I like football in 3D. Oh uh, the 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 ESPN X Winter X Games were too extreme to watch.
1: Really, <laughs> I don't think I yes. would have liked to watch that. No. Did it seemed like the borders were coming out and doing three no, sixty. No, 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 no.
0: What it seemed like is that anytime there was a dude standing on the screen screen with a microphone, yeah. it seemed like he was standing right here, yeah, and then the shit in the background was like two miles away, yeah, but also very close. Yes, it was a very uncomfortable thing to watch
1: and weirdly flat. Yes. Both planes are flat. Why don't people <laughs> see this? I hate that. Yeah. You know what? I've found I once in a in a art exhibition saw a image, a little film loop being projected at like four hundred frames per second or something. That like sounds ridiculous. Good to me. And you know what? It looked like three D in a way that all these so called three D technologies do not look like three D because it imitated it was just like it was like looking at something real you know because it's i don't know it's just like more real than real i feel like that's the future and that all this 3d is just going to go away higher resolution you've been reading we'll Roger look, Ebert's blog i i i taught Roger Ebert that i've been saying i don't like 3d technology since it was invented. Well, you're a pretty well-known contrarian and <laughs> Hey, so, uh, Roger Ebert agrees with me. Is he how do you contrarian? feel about
0: smell-o-vision? Uh, yeah, he is definitely a contrarian.
1: Oh, what? He doesn't have a lower jaw. How can you say that about him? <laughs>
0: I can totally say whatever I want about him, just because he doesn't have a jaw. I mean, it
1: gives him a pass. It's a pass.
0: <laughs> I think he should get one of those beard cameras from Team Fortress.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: what were you saying just then?
0: Roger right. Ebert had posted something about a super high res, high frame rate film oh. technology. Oh, okay. Uh, that this guy's come up with that was Speaking his my language. Basically, his response to why 3D sucks and we're never going to use it again because he had posted that. We talked about it a little bit last week. Well, yeah, I mean, not convergence knew he, versus I knew he didn't focus. Like yeah. yeah, no,
1: that is that is a big problem.
0: Um. Anyway,
1: I don't want to make you guys restate stuff. No, no, it's okay.
0: Anyway, right. uh, and then the last thing. Uh, well, we we posted a bunch of other stuff, obviously, but we we did have a product quick look. Was the Razer Ferox, Ferox. Yeah. Fair Oaks. Speakers. V Oaks. And
1: we tried hard. Little speakers. To get those things. Uh, I believe Will called it to pump up the booty bumping bass. I was
0: looking for booty bass albums We're on iTunes. looking for booty
1: bass because we wanted to see if it could make uh, water. Well, specifically, I wanted to see.
0: if You wanted f- to do the Jurassic Park thing. I wanted thing. to do
1: the Jurassic Park thing. I wanted to put a little cup of water yeah. on top of a speaker. And you know, we you put your finger on the base, and you can feel the ripples. But – and we really could not make it happen it's a lot harder than it sounds people yes.
2: it's not very loud even more than three watts of yeah. Of <laughs> it yeah. sounded turns pretty
1: loud to me
0: turns out well you had headphones on
1: I guess I did you're right
0: yeah so I guess that does it for what's on the I mean there's a bunch of other stuff on the site check out the site every day yeah. we do good stuff there it's tested.com I'm going to play another interstitial music and then we're going to answer some reader questions cool As always, if you have questions, you can send them to com. It's awesome if you take those questions and run them through a piece of software called Levelator. It's a great piece of software. It makes it does all sorts of bad compression stuff that would do horrible things to music, but makes voice sound loud and awesome. Uh, so here is the first question. Keep the questions short under a minute generally. Uh, we like to hear some feedback about your hometown and send them to podcastattested.com. Here's the first question.
2: Hello, Tested Cast. This is Peyton from Apple Creek, Ohio. I Fun think. fact about my neck of the woods David Bowie's son <laughs> went to college A few minutes away from my house hey. Duncan Jones. Anyways my question I noticed something strange while browsing The internet on my iPod touch Almost every music video on the YouTube app Is censored, even the Vivo ones What makes even less sense Is that the newly introduced Vivo app Is basically allowed to do the same thing That YouTube is censoring Is this just a huge copyright mess? What's going on? I'm get- anti-Vivo What's Vivo? Vivo is the, uh, the partner uh, that. Oh, uh, v-
1: is it, isn't that VO?
2: I, I think it's Vivo. Okay. Uh, like V E E V O? No, V E V O. They're the people who are, are legitimizing music videos on YouTube <laughs> and yeah. taking a huge cut of it and playing those really obnoxious ads music before every videos. music video But it's video. great.
1: It's great to be able to get no, those music videos. Don't you guys, I, music I, video I, haters, don't no, you no, guys I'm,
2: anti, I'm anti Vivo? Uh, being the intermediary to monetizing. I have music been videos. wondering
1: why they seem to have a monopoly on that.
0: Music videos stopped being cool the moment the real world started airing on MTV. But that's why
1: you need YouTube to no. go recapture the magic.
0: No, the magic's gone, man.
1: That magic is still there. You, you guys can watch don't watch it. You guys Nothing don't remember what it was like,
0: man. Nothing I, is gone Charter Cable age. took away our MTV and we had fucking rallies and protests in the streets, man, to get that shit back. Oh my and God, we did.
1: That was loud.
3: So fuck yeah, what's it com, called, Vivo? fuck Charter
0: Communications. We'll burn them to the oh, ground. Uh, yeah, MTV man, back. music videos—it's that that revolution is gone, man.
1: Well, what? But the, the question is valid. Like, what? The, what is the deal with
0: that? Apple? Doesn't like naughty words on their on their phone, and really Vivo censor- doesn't give a fuck.
1: Is it really censored, or is it just like there's some kind of weird copyright? I would guess that, that Vivo app has
0: on. a rating that is appropriate for explicit language, and probably uh. the YouTube app, since it comes with the phone, is not.
1: That makes
0: sense. Yeah. So I would bet that anything that's tagged naughty or explicit, unless you explicitly search for it, doesn't show up on YouTube. Because I've actually had stuff that doesn't show up on YouTube. Uh, some of our videos don't even show up on the YouTube app.
1: Wait a minute. So wait, is yeah. there no way to turn off the sensor on YouTube? I don't think YouTube? so. That, that's I, BS. Oof. I said BS so that they wouldn't it. Yeah, you
0: <laughs> keeping it real. We have the Feeding explicit tag game. On, our iP- on our iPhone yeah. on our podcast. Because uh, I don't, we don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, I think it's really funny that the Nintendo Download Express has the explicit tag because that's such an innocuous sounding
0: um, well, podcast. I
1: like, a little, I know it's not, but it sounds like it. It has like this. Goofy we're not giving that
0: like, bullshit any press here. I, I promote I'm it every day. that out. I it. Next every day. question.
3: <laughs> Carry on. Hey guys, this is Mike in Maryland. I just got done listening to you guys talk about the new 3DS from Nintendo. Oh yeah. And I uh, had a question about what you think the possibility of them. Merging the Wii and the DS in the future, uh, with all the talk of uh, phones and carrying around your computer with you, and you can just dock them and have your computer working on a.
1: Norm shaking his head. Wherever you go, I'm
3: fascinated. Uh, what are the chances of maybe Nintendo taking their DS and making it as the technologies get more powerful and the capabilities are there that they will just make the DS their main system and then you can plug it in at home and use it like your regular Wii or take it on the go with you and it opens up and you and your kids can play whatever uh, so just your thoughts on that uh, again love the podcast have a great day
0: I don't remember the rest of the question but I would love to see Nintendo release a product called the Weeds
1: mm. uh, W-I-D-S yeah. that's it Weeds. I
0: don't think that's ever going to happen but it's a neat idea
1: why not why, why? Why couldn't you have a little tiny tiny motion sensor bar inside your Wii that no, lets you wave? Uh, and stuff? because uh. the
0: the Wii works based on the relative position of the remote to the screen. Mm-hmm. So if the screen is in your hand and the remote is in your hand, you'd have to be going well, waving your hand in front of your other hand. I
1: guess I'm actually thinking more about Connect uh, kind of technology, but I'm thinking like you know you're holding your iPhone yes. and you can Minority Report style yes. wave your hand around and you know conduct your phone yes. like we had that. a
0: story about that today on the site on the, about car technology. Oh. Yeah uh the, the the fundamental problem with that is usually these are mobile gaming systems so people like when i'm riding the train i find it best for my continued health not to be flailing around
1: well i'm talking about micro gestures like right now i'm moving my hands much like one might mm, you're do. making small gestures I'm making you're small make, gestures. like
0: doing a rosary thing i think yeah exactly yeah. it looks like i'm yeah. doing
1: the what do you call it
0: Spectacles test gold wall, and watch. Yeah,
1: which is sexist. Yes, uh, but uh, that's why m- women say don't because, wear
0: glasses. <laughs> <wall of> <laughs> exactly,
1: women have purses, not wallets. Exactly. But but a yeah, lady so wallet. I think that would be cool. <laughs> uh,
0: I I I mean, never say I'm never. Say yes. Nintendo does crazy shit all the time, but I would say not the notch. Uh, sure.
2: There's no conversions because then they could why sell one product when you could sell two. Three years.
0: If anything, it's going to diverge. So you're going to buy two separate Nintendo screens. You're going to buy two Nintendo SS's, single screens, and combine them Voltron style into one device. Oh, that would be cool. No, that would be stupid. I'll
1: form the head.
0: Yes. I'm playing another question
4: now. <laughs> Hi, guys and girls are tested. It's hey. Rob here from England, aka the oh, guy a package full of biscuits to you. <laughs> hey, I'm all glad right. to see you enjoyed them. Uh, they come with much love for all your fantastic work. Uh, Will, <gasps> my surname is real. It is Dutch, and therefore you have <laughs> insulted the entire of the Netherlands. So Horrible. you know, have that on your conscience. I'm a bad person. Anyway, the town I come from, Bedford, isn't very interesting. I think we had John Bunyan there who wrote Who's *Progress*. That? No one really cares. Where I'm at now, Lymington <laughs> is much more interesting. We're very briefly mentioned in *Patriot Games* by Tom Clancy, hey. and we have the guy here who holds the world land speed record for a steam-powered car. Yes. Nice. Okay. Anyway, She's my question home. today is. Well, I do a lot of audio editing, and I've been finding the limitations of Windows recently, so I've been looking at Macs. Is
1: that it? That's
4: not it. It just stopped. At the moment, they also <laughs> oh. have the Core 2 Duo processor Was that processor a joke?
1: Was that like an audio editing I was editing hoping joke?
4: that the next one might have an iCore processor, you know, possibly at least an i3 or maybe an i5. Uh, in my own personal tests, I seem to have found a big difference in audio encoding with an i3 compared to a uh, Core 2 Duo. But yeah, I hope to hear your thoughts on that and enjoy the rest of your day. Okay.
0: So I think he was asking about MacBook Pros, right? I think he was asking cuz the yeah. iMac has Core i3, i5 and i7. Mac Pro clearly has that. Uh I think it has to be MacBook Pros and he's probably talking about the 13 inch cuz it's a Core 2 Duo. And everything else is an i3 or an i5.
2: They're not going to do any, like, uh, Nehalem stuff. It's all going to be Sandy Bridge. Yeah. So whenever Intel's ready to mass sell Sandy Bridge over Apple, whenever they can strike a deal, I mean, this year, soon, I obviously we can't predict exactly what month.
0: No one pay. predicts when Apple releases products. Yeah.
2: Uh, I actually am not so excited about uh, Sandy Bridge on a Mac. I want Mac Pro power in a MacBook Air form factor. That's what I'm going to buy That's one. what I would be like. Cool. I would like that a lot. Um,
0: and, and just for the record, doing audio stuff on a Core 2 Duo compared to an i7 or even a quad core, Core 2 Quad is a huge, huge, huge difference because the audio, like video is one of the things that adding more cores really speeds things up. So it helps the process a lot. We got three more questions. Let's do uh, let's,
1: yeah, a lot of questions now.
0: Well, you know, sometimes when we have time.
3: Load Tested,
2: Uh, Gary and Anna and whoever else you guys happen to have on as a guest today. Just me. This is Matt from Santa Barbara, California, and I'm Liquid Penguins on the site. Oh, cool. Uh, I have a question about my mouse. I have a a Logitech G9X, and it has a braided cable. Uh, Will, I know you love this mouse. But um, yeah. the cable tends to snag on the edge of my mouse pad often and it is very annoying. So I'm wondering if you guys have a uh, any kind of a quick dirty fix I can do for that. Um, I'm not getting rid of my sick mouse pad anytime soon, but it is pretty annoying. Thanks, guys. Good question. So some companies used to sell these products that raise your mouse core. Are you talking about the springy thing with the marble? Uh, well, that, I think that's one of them. But there are actually a ton of like little plastic – I mean you can basically make one yourself but they – it's like a little base that you stick to the edge of your mouse pad or rent to the, the side clip, of your mouse, basically a clip yeah. and it raises the cord from you know the edge of your desk over the, the hump of the mouse pad. I think they look really lame, but they work. But isn't the yeah. problem
1: here that the braid has textures that get caught on things? Yeah, but, but so wouldn't it what, also Norm's get caught on the hook? No, no, no. No.
2: Well, it's supposed to get it caught on the hook. This lifts it up above the mouse pad. Edge. Right. And it won't get caught on the lift because it's designed the way. because the edge of the mouse pad, like this mouse pad, they're kind of rough. And it's a really abrupt edge. Oh, I kind of really it. It's really smooth mm. where, where the – the uh, I guess where the, clip the hinge is. is. Yeah. Uh, I mean
0: there's a bunch of stuff like that still. Look at – uh, like like go to places that sell modding supplies. That's where you usually find that stuff.
2: But I think those things look really ugly. There, I don't think there's any like really super clever way. Like if you tied a knot in the braid, whether that would help. That probably – Why
1: would you even want it. a braided mouse pad? Is it just, oh, like, it's just like awesome. misguided style.
2: No, no. It's awesome because the braided mouse pad, the cord is actually not – I, I mean not yeah, cord, cord, I mean, yeah, cord. Yeah, braided, braided cord mouse cord. It's because the, if you look at a regular mouse pad or even like this headphone yeah, you, okay. you have the plastic yeah. and then the wire is underneath yeah. and if you pull on the plastic, you can actually snap the plastic. Mm. The braid being over it because the braid, the, the, the fabric or the, the braided – It's just an extra layer is, of protection. is okay. very stiff. You're not going to snap the mouse. And it makes it a lot harder to kink the wires too,
0: which is important with a mouse. Um, the other thing I've seen is like – I've seen these as third-party products but Microsoft on the Sidewinder series used to – Like the weight, the thing that held the weights for those Sidewinder, those wireless Sidewinder mice, the big bad ones, uh, was also doubled as a thing that holds the cord in place. It was a really neat design. So basically anything that's heavy that you can like loop the cord around a couple of times will work. So, if you have like a cylindrical weight or, or, uh, you know, something like that, then you can just loop, loop, do a
2: couple of loops of the cord around it off to the side of the pad and do, try that. My, I mean, most likely this is happening because the, where the computer is relative to where the mouse pad is, you just have enough, uh, cable, enough cord to reach the edge of your mouse pad. And there's one part of the mouse pad that uh, the cord hooks on. Uh, I'd say get, maybe get a USB extension cord. So you can give your mouse a little more slack. That's a good idea. And then you can wrap the cord around elsewhere, around like your speaker or something, or something on your desk, so you can, it won't hitch on that. Dangle bed. it
0: over the monitor or something like that. See, maybe maybe your monitor has a feed for cables. Run it through
5: there, and that'll get it up high enough.
0: Anyway, uh, next question.
5: Hello, Tessa Crew. This is Ben from North Carolina, and this is like my 100th take of this question. So hopefully I get it right this Better time. Better be good. I have a question for you about monitors. Uh, firstly... What kind of monitor do you guys use? Like uh, what brand and what size? Second, I am looking to buy a 27-inch monitor, uh, but I just don't know what to get because there's so many options. Uh, you know, different brands and different screen types like a glossy or matte. So what do you recommend? Like what screen type, glossy or matte, or in what brand? Uh, any help you can give me would be appreciated. Uh, thanks for your time. Bye. You say 27-inch? 27 27-inch. 27 okay. I-
0: all right. So, OK, first off, let's t- – first off, the technology is the important thing, right? Whether it's IPS, TN, whatever. Are, IPS is always preferred and 27-inches yes. seem to be mostly IPS because they're yes. pro-level monitors, yes. right? Yes. Anything
2: that's in the 27-plus range that was made after uh, they start doing like 1920 by 1200 uh 27-inch monitors. I think Dell had one model. That yeah. was not – that was TN. But anything after that was uh, IPS. Um,
1: What's IPS stand for?
2: Doesn't matter. It just okay, doesn't matter. better. I? Okay. Better. Okay. Yeah. I, Be- I, better. Better viewing angles and color.
0: Yeah, well, the big the biggest thing is that you can actually do true sixteen bit color, whereas the TN, which is twisted pneumatic monitors, mm-hmm. uh, do twelve bit dithered up okay. to sixteen bit. So instead of having sixteen point seven million colors available, it has like uh, two hundred fifty six thousand that it dithers or something. It's it's they don't look as good. The pixel response is a little bit faster on TN panels, but I'd rather have it look good than than and have a little bit of ghosting, which you probably aren't going to notice anyway.
1: Okay, so that's that's quality number one. Yeah. Uh,
0: so,
2: glossy or matte. So uh, matte. I don't think they make them in Glossy anymore unless it's iMac, Apples, uh, the yeah. Apple Cinema Display. So uh, both Will and I use 30-inch Dell monitors. I yeah. think he has, Will has the 3000... Uh, 8 FPW or three, WPF. Uh, or... You have 3,005 or 7 or something? No, I have the three thousand. Do, do you have the silver border? Uh-huh. I also have the silver border. Yeah. We use the exact same monitors, 3,008. Um, and they're matte and awesome. The best 30 inch monitor was made by Gateway, but they don't make anymore, and they have no plans to bring it back. Why did they stop
1: if it was the best?
2: They stopped because it was too expensive to make, and they it was way ahead of its time. It was an anomaly, Mm. um, way ahead. Well, and the
1: thing
0: that made it good has since come around in other monitors because it was the first. It was the first 30 inch panel that had a uh, internal scaler, right? Internal scaler, so you could plug HDMI 1080p sources and stuff like that, in, and it would work. So, so like the monitor on my desk, I have my Xbox and a PS3 plugged into, so I can play games on that monitor.
1: Really? Yeah. Awesome. Welcome to the future. Yeah, for sure. Welcome to
0: three and a half years. Yeah, ago. No, it's a three-year-old monitor for bad. what it's worth. Um, but I, I like the twenty-five sixty by sixteen hundred. I've become accustomed to it, and it saves me basically from having two twenty-four-inch panels on my desk, which is what I'd
2: probably do but otherwise. Those monitors are pretty expensive, and you're actually better off getting a twenty-seven-inch twenty-five sixty by fourteen forty monitor, which yeah. is much more common. Dell has and they're cheaper. They did too. a new model uh, just in two thousand ten, and one super. They did two. They have two uh, models. Of the 27-inch, 2560 by 4040, one was early 2010, one was late 2010. Got the late so 2010. Numbers. I can't believe you remember one. that. One, and uh, it's actually much cheaper and higher pixel density because even though you're losing three inches, uh, it's still very high resolution. It's actually pretty, it's pretty much the same thing as what Gary uses on his 27-inch iMac, and he's very happy with it. Yeah,
0: it's, it's funny because I've been actually thinking about selling or getting rid of my 30-inch panel and trading it for a 27-inch iMac. So I can do audio editing at home without using the 13-inch MacBook Pro, which is much too slow to do audio. Well, editing the
2: right. advantage of that, and it's only if you're ridic- if you really wanted that, is that you can also plug your PC. That's into that exactly what I would PC do. Yeah. It's what Gary does too.
0: Yeah, I mean that seems a little crazy, so I haven't done it, but it's a thought. Um, and then people who make good monitors, HP, Dell. Uh, I haven't. I mean, we haven't tested any monitors at all since we started this site. Really, do do get Dell is
2: fine. Yeah, if you're going 27-inch Dell, you're going to get the best. Performance per price. Well, but Dell and HP both have good, good, good ratings. I don't know if kind of HP stuff. has a. They, good they do twenty-seven, 27 inch.
0: inch. They do a twenty-seven inch IPS panel. They were the first ones who did twenty-seven
5: inches, as I recall.
0: So anyway, uh, there's that question. Hope that answers your question for you. Let us know what you buy and let us know how you like it.
5: Hey, Will, Norm, Gary, and Anna, if you're there, yeah. my name's Alex, and my username is Screddle. I'm also the guy who sent in the audio question last week on the legality of ripping Blu-rays and how to properly do so. Thanks for answering my question so thoroughly. It was great to get such an excellent response. My question for this week is, I was curious what all of your viewpoints are on the ongoing debate on whether we should do most of our computing through the browser um, using web-based applications, or if we should do our computing through local-based apps that work as clients. Um, You know, this has become such a debated philosophy, Um, Google standing on the web app side while Apple and Microsoft stand on the apps working as clients um, side. Anyway, um, I'm not really sure where I stand, so I was curious, um, you know, maybe you guys can convince me one way or the other. All right. Thanks, and I love the show.
1: I like that guy's question. He was very, like, chill. He's just like yeah, just talking. Maybe he's four twenty front line. Answer my question. I like
3: what? Hi- I, I like That's,
0: what's I, my cast dispersion? Very specific kind of response there, Norm. <laughs> I like high energy callers.
2: What, what, what do you think, yeah, Norm? Uh, client base for now, maybe in the two to four years. Uh, you mean the future, the, the distant, distant future, future, the year like, two thousand? When we say quote unquote the future, I think we're all talking about four years. Four or five years is what the well, future f- is. Well, five years is Which, the never-going-to-happen future. Four years is the, this might happen, but it's going to take a while yeah. future. Two years is not the
0: future.
1: Which one are you no. saying is going to happen in I, I'm three, saying – uh, no, no.
2: I mean we're only talking about one thing. Cloud, cloud-based cloud apps and web apps actually replacing uh, desktop apps. For normal I mean, it, people. It, for, no, for most I mean, people. I mean even like we're processing – I, I think use, Google use Google Docs right yeah. We use Google Docs right now. We use Gmail. Yeah. But photo editing, video people editing. Picasa.
1: That's,
3: so Picasa is not, Picasa is not, is
2: not But
1: editing. I'm saying a lot of people use it. And Picasa no, that, is
2: a desktop app. No, it's, well, it's, yeah, it is. Well, it's a desktop, desktop app. app Pepp- cloud, Picasa, yeah, cloud base is the archiving. It's like Flickr. But I, I really don't trust clouds. Is. E. Picnic is what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. This
1: time. Picnic. Let's use
2: it. Not as useful. Picnic. The problem is bandwidth upstream is bad most places. Bandwidth upstream and latency Um, it's, it's like, if you want to try it, fine. Why don't you go, uh, like remote desktop into your work computer and work from home that way from home. I mean, have you ever tried that? It's Joey does it. He does
0: it, but it's, I actually, uh, I mean, if you have a fast upstream on your, on like, I think it's much, much more likely that you'll be able to do that to remote into your machine. That's here at work where we have crazy good upstream than the other way where you can, when I remote into my machine at home, it's usually a little bit laggy because my upstream at home is shit. Okay. I mean the problem is we're very – U.S. broadband, especially consumer broadband, is very asynchronous. So everywhere you go, you have really good downstream and you have terrible upstream. That's why when we Mm -hmm. were at CES and the hotel had mad crazy upstream, it was awesome. Yeah. uh, But kind of unexpected.
2: Mm -hmm. I I mean I definitely want these technologies to get better and I like them. They're convenient. Like for example, I was writing something in in Word at home and I emailed it to myself and another computer that did not have Word, I couldn't open it but I use – Office online, the web base, uh, and I could open a document there that way. Yeah, I mean, the
0: thing is I think uh, until bandwidth gets better, we're we're looking at a situation where cloud stuff is limited to things that are small. So documents work great. Excel spreadsheets work great for the most part. Uh, But when you get
2: into things like like a 16 megabyte raw image and – I actually like Excel spreadsheets with Excel. I think Excel is something that I cannot duplicate. It's – Awesome math powers online and really? as well. Yeah, Why not? well the 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 Google Doc spreadsheet. Like if you have
0: a if you have a crazy like three thousand tab, yeah. massive calculations spreadsheet, then it's
2: not as good.
1: Okay, but wait a second. His question was, do you guys like apps better than uh you know things like Gmail or
2: web based apps and for now client like local apps. I mean, well, there's do you a, use there's... a mail client or do you use Gmail? I I use Gmail. Do you use a mail client or do you use Gmail? Gmail. I, use I think, Gmail I, I, think too. I, I think I mean, mail is the thing that everyone's. First that was uh, the first transition. thing, yeah. but But, I mean, there was that story that came out this week of this guy who lost the entire Flickr account because Flickr deleted it on accident. Yeah, that was it has since terrifying. been restored, but he almost lost 4,000 photos. Just oh, because they, they got his pictures I by? think they reconstituted it. Oh, that's it. good. But he almost lost 4,000 pictures or something just because Flickr made somebody stupid somebody well, error that, the, switch. That, that's like, the switch I mean, that's, on it.
1: That's like the, the nightmare of cloud computing, right? But, I mean, that's just the so, risk we all have to take. Well, your house so could he, burn he, down and lose your photos that way. no, no.
2: So here's the thing. There are backups, and there are yeah. there are you know. There's relying on the cloud. That's not putting stuff on Flickr is not a backup. Putting stuff on Picasso online that's not a backup. But I'm just
1: saying, soon I think people will want to just have their stuff there, and it'll be like you know, your house could burn sure, down. It's and convenient your that way. Yeah, but, but
2: you're always but gonna we, have your shit on the laptop or that, that, on your desktop. That's why I have super. my three-inch mm-hmm. thick steel l- safe in the house with really? you know with with where is it? Oh, well, i am not telling you where it yeah. is? Why
1: not? <laughs> we'll it's not I won't it. tell anybody. <laughs> where, it's where
2: the bullets are. Nice, but. Even if I'm running stuff online, even running Gmail online, I want local copies of all my media files. I will, I will never move away oh, from yeah, local, no local copies of us because government could turn off the internet at any time. Yeah, Yeah. Just like in Egypt. We didn't talk about Egypt at all. I don't think we need to talk about it. it's um, it's not potentially kind of relevant. But what is relevant for us, at least, they turned is, off the internet. Well, yeah. they did turn off the internet. Fucking. But assholes. legislation came up in the U.S. Uh, for the internet kill switch. And the funny thing is, the people, the proponents for that, uh, make, made the the Joe classic Lieberman argument that this thing is we need this, we need the kill switch because hackers could uh, they could hack into the Hoover Dam and and flood. Oh, f- hold on, hold on. You're talking about the fire sale. That's a Justin yeah, Long haul. Yes, right? it's guess, a fire sale. I guess, I guess in Die uh, Hard, He did the theoretical fire sale, uh, but the 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 long running argument is that you hackers could hack into so Hoover fucking, Dam stupid. and open the floodgates. But that has actually that would just since wash away LA. It's fine. Since been disproven because the Hoover Dam isn't even connected to the internet. There's there physical. There's no physical there's a, connection. There's not a it's firewall.
0: A, there is a it's, wall. It's a closed made of fire system. Yes. What if? What if, I mean. Dude, they're not going to do that because Megatron would get loose. No, I, that's the real I, I, problem. Yes. John Turturro would be out loose roaming the earth. Yeah. Cats and dogs living together. That does it for questions.
2: Hey, more news that we week. didn't talk about. That's kind of fun. What? Uh, iRobot in real life. There's a Texas teen who attends school using a robot because he has no immune system. That's
1: the surrogates in real life.
2: It's the, it is the surrogates in real life. Wow. Take that, polycystic kidney disease. Okay.
1: That's kind of, what does a robot look like? Is it like a Roomba or is there like a robot robot? Uh, You
2: Probably want to see the Roomba. super I, – I, there's no picture of the robot. There's just a picture of Super Sad Kid. I don't want to I don't want super see sad that. Kid.
1: Uh, no, no, super don't show me. I, I bet
0: the robot is like an RV. If he takes the wrong breath, <laughs> yeah. oh, it will be his dude. last.
1: Yeah. Poor kid. I
0: bet he's like the bubble boy. He's like John Travolta.
1: But at least he's on the forefront of science. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, has, know, he has a robot surrogate.
0: Better he lives now than in the 50s. yeah
1: oh, yeah. Totally.
0: When you You'd just like have to get his attraction. brother to bring the the the, the yeah. homework home.
2: How's he going to take a girl on a date with a robot? Man, what if the girl falls in love with a robot but not
1: him? That would be a good story. But
2: not him. I know it's what like I I'm going home and writing a it's screenplay tonight. Exactly, it's
1: exactly it's – it's the future Sarah Nortenberg. Who does she really love? The you heart? You mean Roxanne? Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's the 80s day yeah. of Sarah Nodbergiak.
0: Uh So that does it for questions and and alternative news bits that we missed and random musings about the future of the internet today. We did, we
1: did a lot of futurism talk today. I, oh. guess, I guess you guys always do.
0: But wait, there's more. Ah. Uh, if you have questions, of course, podcastattested.com. Run them through Levelator. If you use your voice app on the iPhone, use the headset, please. Because you sound bad. If you do not, we will not use the question. So, for Ana Robles Norman Chan, and the uh, absent but still loved Gary Weta, I'm Will Smith. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Ah. I didn't see her. Oh it. Oh wait! Stay tuned for fake outtakes. Ah, hi there, I didn't see her. Tested
2: <laughs> the shoes are comfortable and you put Hi there, I didn't see man's first inventions. Stay tuned for talk? Anthrop- well, like anthropology, anthropology talk I don't know Should we say this for uh, I guess too bad Gary Gary's not here He Hold misses on. out on science Gary talk Gary likes anthropology talk though.
1: I like anthropology too A oh. lot I took an anthropology class Really? Oh. What is the topic?
2: The, uh, well this, this is Topic one These are, these are science talk Science talk Alright Fake outtakes Anna hasn't been a part of The no, awesome No I have not yet
1: been part no, of Science talk You were
2: here for the fake outtakes We talked about anthropology
1: No I wasn't
2: No we've never
0: be? been a part of Fake outtakes I haven't outtakes.
1: been on the show Since Christmas dude
0: well, it's, that's been four shows. Well,
1: that's, and you that's were on the shows time. at
0: CES, too. There were like four of those. I
1: was barely on those. You were answering I questions. I was in the background. You were
0: asking questions. running things. You were making the camera point at us. Yes, exactly. Without that, there is no show at
2: CES. I was the
1: all-seeing eye. It's just a bunch of What's sad guys sitting in a room.
2: All right. here is here. No. Let, let, me, let, me lay out, let me lay out the topic. And, and, and then rug. And oh then a discussion can it. commence. All right, this is a story that first broke in 2008, but it's being revisited now. Because, the Hobbits. Like, National Geo- It is actually The Hobbits. Oh, I love The Hobbits. Because National Geographic is, uh, is actually doing a special on it, or uh, they have like a there's the story came back. Okay. So basically, in the Amazon jungle, there is a tribe of people that have never been photographed before. Oh yeah, I know these. guys. Never been taking pictures, and
0: and now they have. actually Dude, t- this isn't The Hobbits. The these Hobbits are, these were are
2: in Hobbit. Indonesia. No, nope, the, no, nope, these are the the. This is the same. The ones. The pictures taken two years ago, they were like shooting spears and, and or throwing spears that, and shooting that's, arrows that's,
0: um, at, at the at, at the plane. That, that thing that we say.
2: They
1: were shooting spears at the plane. That, that sounds like they, something they that were, somebody made up.
2: Well, they were, it was called a hoax, but it, it was real. And okay. now the they now we have high-res photos. Okay. of okay. Of, of the tribe. Um and uh, this it's an uncontacted tribe. They yeah. they Those live in rare. their own there's only about hundred of these tribes in the world and they're being threatened by illegal logging. Wow. But so – so the discussion on. is – here. here's here's the thought experiment. Yeah. All right. Is it better to be where we are right now with all the technology or relative, rel- relatively better to be in the tribe and not know that there is this awesome world of like 400 years of – maybe a 1,000 years of technological advance just – Miles away have that you, you could be open on. to. Norm, have you ever gone camping for like three weeks straight? I no, no I'm not talking. I'm, I'm, not ha- talking about I'm asking sense. you a question. Yes, I have gone camping that for, for that three that weeks. Two, weeks. Weeks. Well, Two weeks straight.
1: Because he wasn't born in the camping situation. It's much different if yeah, you come and, from the real from you know our. I guess that's world. true. I guess yeah. that's yeah. true.
2: Relative, relatively. Yeah.
1: The question, right?
2: you, uh, you, from our perspective, the way to understand it is as if. You know, on the other side of the sun, or something, or on the other side of the moon that we never visited, there was the super advanced civilization that w- that you know flew their spaceship over us, and we were shooting our missiles at them. Okay, right? Okay, that would be fucking
1: awesome. <laughs> Wait, so what's your what? What is your point? My, my, my point. Is the my point is that
2: my point is that these people, yes, the natives, the natives, as, the natives, as sec- you know, that's racist. Secluded as they may be. I'm envious of their position because
1: oh, they can discover all this cool shit now. Because they can
2: discover all the they, basically, they get seen as the future.
1: Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Mm. But you know, I mean, the, the the answer to your is it better to be uh you know them or or us is it's all of course meaningless because there is no right wrong good no, bad. That's it's bullshit. It's better to it's
2: true. be completely aware of look how how far you are in terms of technology and know that. You know you are the most advanced in your uh, advanced the big fish species. in the small
0: pond or the small pond in an infinite right and, and you fish. will yeah
2: right so, so or, right or would you want to be the you know the people who have no idea Look, where you are but then suddenly discover wonders. Here's the thing: once these kids in this in this village
0: have have been exposed to the wonders of the modern society, including. You know, things like Avatar and the Jersey Shore, it's going to be impossible to keep the motherfuckers on the farm. Well,
1: first of all, let's, let's, let's be serious here. Nobody is suggesting that they be taken out. And no, no one. I, absolutely no one. Well, and the yeah. loggers, I think, and probably I think would disagree. It's
2: actually been more – well, it's been suggested that these, uh, these people are actually aware of the outside world and they have observed us. Sure. But they just choose not to interact. Yeah. Um, You're saying they're watching us right now? Well, faces in the window some neighbors and from the what? photos if you look at some of the photos like in one this little boy is holding like a machete so they have made trade with other tribes okay. and Danny Trejo. And, and some of these tribes have have interacted with you know the modern world to acquire these uh these objects mm-hmm. uh, but for a large part I mean they're still holding Spears um they're making you know baskets Do they, so they have firing in the huts yes yeah, so I, I Pretty sure they have Are they wearing there. tops? Is they're, that is that kind of try? Nope, or not they're, not, so much? They're, they're not wearing tops and they're painting their bodies. Wow. Um, It's Avatar. Yeah, it, that's, is, that's it is Avatar. I
1: see, I see, I see a. a, a thestar.com, the which opens with the sentence, it's almost like a real version of Avatar. Come on. But, you know, whatever. That's their prerogative to do that. Uh, they can do whatever they want. And, you know. Well, but is it, is it our logging,
0: responsibility to keep them there?
1: It's our responsibility. It's our prime directive to let them, you know, do what they want to do. We we, we don't
0: have a prime directive. Yes, we do. No, we, don't. we do.
1: I think I think you would find that anthropologists and people, uh, the scientists who are actually monitoring discovering them, do have something similar to a prime directive, which is we have no right to enforce our culture on them. That's imperialism.
2: So we we I mean, the researchers and scientists are emphasizing these people. They're not just living examples of Stone Age life, but they over I and mean, they're just. Choosing, there are distinct cultures that choose to grow at a slower pace, mm-hmm. or choose not to adopt, you know, modernization. Well, but, no, I mean, it's they're more they're not that not they live
0: someplace technology. really desperate. They live someplace far away from from outside influences.
2: But I mean, this this is the it's, first. This is first contact. Yeah, this is the first contact. World. At which point do you go into the culture and say, "Here is technology, and here is medicine, and food." Um, or at which point is it you know against the prime directive here here 's the question yeah. I have yeah I mean, so what's the, the, oh, this is yeah, what is the prime directive rule here for the United States and other countries
0: i 'm going to ask you i 'm going to answer your question with a question you think you know those guys that saw the first helicopter and were hucking spears at them from the jungle. Yes. Do you think when they went back to the village they're like we saw a, a metal flying object well, they, that they were treated
2: like UFO nuts no, are in no, modern no, society they could have been it, this is how Or were they revered as heroes? This is how they attacked the flying monster myths. and it went away. These are how myths are created. These are how the myth religions and and stories are created. Right?
1: Well, how? Was well, yeah, <laughs>
2: What are you like, talking about? It's just like how you're saying
1: you're saying that in the ancient Greek times they were actually seeing. Well, no, it's like you're seeing you're like
2: you know, it's like constellations and creating myths out of okay, constellations. Yeah, sure. It's just like that, but more you know, a more blunt Metal dragonfly. Exactly,
1: it's a pretty intense version of that. I mean, that's yeah. definitely something that could have
2: hap- Couldn't uh, have happened. It's something that you. Can, but it's true. It's something that you cannot unsee. As a primitive tribe, so just like in the episode "Who Watches the Watchers" in Star Trek, and how Data was observing the Vulcan-like race, once he made contact, you know the 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 scientist girl on that planet, she couldn't unsee the android, and uh, it it was something that they couldn't. Lady scientist, please. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's sexist. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting thing, and I would be curious to see. I mean, there's been these kind of like un, untouched tribes before. I think usually people would just pretty much leave them alone and they just go about their business.
2: What is, what is the prime record for? I would like to see Obama have a, a a part of you know a, a prime directive policy that would be so awesome.
1: I, I seriously believe there probably is one of some sort that has to do with uh, making contact with tribes because you know until they can't...
2: have automobiles we must not make contact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we are making contact, right? Like scientists did. They fly like, over with a fucking helicopter.
2: Yeah. that's making well, contact. Send some
0: UAVs and take photos that way. They'll see – listen, when you're in the middle of a jungle and
2: there's nothing else around for 100 miles, they will hear the UAV. Right. Build some robotic elephants and, and observe in, in them. You know, find ways. Inter- I want to see this happen.
1: Yeah. It's just in this article that they probably do know that there's shit out there. They just don't really they want just, a part of it. Yes.
2: So, so but hmm. they're really – they're like the people in insurrection where uh, I never saw an interaction maybe they uh maybe they have the technology already but they just choose to live this ascetic <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> they
1: secretly have like a big underground right? like, base right. but that, oh, <laughs> that, that's a big that's different crazy. They buried yeah, that, they buried no, the this is uh, getting into crazy that's totally different though
0: that's that's an Amish situation where they know that the world's out there they choose not to participate in technology yeah. that's a, that's a completely different sociological thing than an anthropological thing and with this these are people that are isolated from technology and have never seen anything until the loggers showed up the Amish send their kids out into the world to to experience what our den of sin and inequity is yeah. so that then they can make an informed decision to come back. These people
2: don't have an informed decision. They're just in the woods because that's where they were and always have okay. been. So let's take the thought experience to the next step. What if they say – uh, they do want to interact. They want to. They, they want to trade and yeah. they want to get e- experience. What do they have that What I the want? world has? Well, it doesn't matter. What they have that we I don't, don't like. want to buy any of their fucking <laughs> local art. No, 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 we're talking about giving. Don't ever buy local so art. What it's if, always a trap. And what if they come to our leaders and they say or ambassadors and they say, you "How know, are they going to get us, here? Are going to take a donkey?" Well, the ambassadors will go there, ride their you know, llama, and 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 they say, "You know what." What would the ambassador, if you were in the ambassador, what would you want to offer first? How do we know, you know that these aren't people that, that were like used to be hippies and just devolved over well, the last few years? Don't look like hippies to me. But what That's would racist. you? What type? What type of things would you offer? If you, if you know, if you're gonna meet with the head of the clan beads. tomorrow, always lead with beats. <laughs> and, and you had to make a list I'm of a things to offer. How would you, you know, what would be the first thing you would well, show them? What would be the most awesome what? thing you would show them?
1: are you, You're saying that they would want to be recognized as their own, like, nation? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. The no, point is, about,
0: from we, what do we have? We, they don't have anything of value to us, but what do we have that's of value
2: to them? Well, Abundant we have food. our
1: society. I mean, what to they would do. To blow their
2: minds. How would you want to blow their minds? 58-inch TV. Segways. Plasma no. TVs.
1: Segway's pretty good. That's another Warcraft. They could at least process it. I mean, you know, gun. that's a cool thing, to dude. You, oh, you go with violence.
2: Oh. Lead with the hand grenade. Oh. Yeah,
1: violence is probably the thing that would ultimate. <laughs> Meet my monolith.
2: Meet my tall black monolith,
0: and we will show you weapon. Or the other thing you could do is roll in with you two, like set up a big stage, some speakers, <laughs> and just fucking set up a giant outdoor theater, and then maybe they'll
2: kill Bono. Hey, Everybody Bono, wins. Bono, rock music. Bono's in a lot yeah. Of what? What? Right. in This cultural exchange. Yeah. No. In this the, technological exchange. We could destroy them. If we're irresponsible in what we give them, if we give them too much, if if you gave everyone, if you gave everyone, that is like, a
0: very, very, very colonial attitude.
2: That
1: is a very colonial attitude. You know, who knows what they would want? You know, it's like if you, I mean, that's that's a crazy, awesome, interesting, you know, anthropological experiment. If you wanted to experiment on a tribe to just give them a ton of shit and see what happens, but you know, we I know, would we be don't hesitant really
0: in giving them iPads. The thing is, from your heavy, heavily consumer focused. Viewpoint All of the things that we value are valueless to them, except for clean water, food. Toilet paper. Toilet paper would probably fucking change their lives in a huge way. Well, you know. And also in a bad way because then their their whole fucking village would be filled with little piles of toilet paper. Right. Right? It would be horrible. Besides
1: which, you know, maybe they're just not hung up on the idea that, you know, touching your own shit is a horrible, dirty, gross thing to do. It's all relative, dude. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Other cultures do it. No, no, no. I, other I, other, I, other not, advanced I'm cultures not, do it. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just saying
0: There's a reason like not using bad, a leaf uh, to <laughs> wipe your butt is yeah. a pretty substantial quality of life improvement. That's
2: why we call it mountain money in the Boy know. Scouts.
1: It depends. It, it, it's it really does. You really
2: call it mountain money? Yeah, the yeah it's the lame thing. Mountain ever. money, because if you have the role and no one else has the role on a two week hiking trip, oh yeah, you're guess, the, who you're has, the, guess, guess, guess who has? who's the king? Guess, yeah, exactly. It's no. the fucking <laughs> Lord of the Rings conk. Um, so, someone's got to go wash their handkerchief every night.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I think I think it would be. This is a good comment for the que- question for the comments. Like, what do you think that we as a society could provide to these people that are totally? absent from our society, that they're going to be into that's not food, water, or toilet paper. That they would actually be into just
1: it wouldn't just be amusing to see them interact with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like
0: like the fucking – you've seen The Gods Must Be Crazy, right?
1: I mean I know what it is. I haven't seen it. It's an old movie, dude. Like 20 years ago The flip side of this
2: is Is 40 years ago probably now. My greatest hope is that there is an alien race out there who who are having – on their podcast – Having this exact same conversation about us, yeah. What it's is a what's a podcast for them? Is their space podcast? Well, what awesome technology do they want to give to the humans, the backwater humans? You know that they've. That haven't that have caught up to the rest of the universe. Do you give them the laser guns? Do you give them the t- replicators, the transporters? No, all they'd have to do to get to destroy holodeck. No, dude, holodeck what, what, nice. something what a, a button that directly stimulates
0: the pleasure sensors of your brain. We would all be cathodic yeah, within in terms like two of, days. In
2: terms of like for us to these people in the Amazon, that would be like porn, right? Dude, give them porn. Think, they would kill. I they, think porn <laughs> would terrify them. Why Are would they you kidding? even
1: want porn if they're just naked all the time? They've got different standards of arousal, I'm sure. You know, you're, you're totally thinking like – Well, I'm saying yeah. there, there yeah. is a technology.
2: We'd have to make native porn for them. Analogous to the instant, stim, instant stimulation of the brain center, nerve stem. Well, what heroin would, would be that yeah, for Yes, them. exactly. Sure. C- C- we, would, we would bring, bring we, we gave the drugs cr- to them. Drugs, you know, if we give them pot. <laughs> They're also. They probably Although already, you know, people yeah. do
1: have you They're know probably people sucking on drugs. coca
0: leaves down there right now. Yeah, exactly. All jacked up. You know, on I them.
1: think I think you would find that most things we could give them, they have some kind of low but, tech analog that's fulfilling their human need for whatever as, we are as fulfilling who
0: lives our, in our human society.
2: Need. If an alien race was to. Like, you would be first in line for the pleasure button, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I would be pissed off if they gave us anything but the pleasure button. Like, I want it all. Give us the don't don't like ration don't the the technology, out. right? I don't want like, oh, first you'll introduce, we'll give you the faster well, here's, cars here's, and, a, and the anti-gravity boots. Next year we'll give you the teleporters, next year we'll give you the spaceships. Give it all. I'm God, gonna I blow your mind. What if instead
0: what if instead of uh them doing that all at once, what if that's what they've been doing for the last fifty years and that's oh, why our
2: yeah, technology's in Now, is now, yeah. now, now, you you now it's you're just talking like then I, that, that's no. right. I mean, that, that's, after that's,
0: all that's, those UFO really sightings in the 40s truck. and
2: 50s, and then all of a sudden, well, everything started that's, getting cranked up. That's, that's Steve what's Jobs behind is an alien. That's behind what all the microcosm advancements <laughs> in the <laughs> past 30 yeah, years. Yeah, he, he didn't get <laughs> a liver transplant. That, transport. Is, that yeah. explains Moore's law. Moore's law isn't natural. It's just finance. It's just economics.
0: Okay.
1: I felt like I just had an interesting comment an epiphany. We said, yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Is it
0: offensive? No, it was something awesome. Well, I don't want to hear if it's not offensive. Gone. Is that it? Have we talked about this enough? Have we reached the bottom of this barrel? You think those guys have civets?
1: <laughs> they Maybe they invented them. Maybe, maybe they were the ones who figured it out. That's what they
0: can offer us. I've got it. I've got it. They're Churros. E-
2: you go down there with a system. fucking
0: fried piece of dough coated in sugar, it is no. going to blow their mind. Because I bet they've never tasted refined sugar. And refined sugar is a fucking heavy-duty drug.
1: Oh, well, like, you know, fruit can be pretty damn sweet. Fruit.
0: Fuck fruit, man. There's all the pulp <laughs> and seeds and all this horrible shit mm-hmm. to get through. Plus, have you seen Survivor? It's not yes. like it's the jungle isn't like cartoons,
1: dude. Those are those are uh, those the are best Western you can hope for is a plantain. Those are Western people going back out there and experiencing it through their yeah, but who, who are used to refined sugar, used to thinking of refined sugar as like the ultimate I, thing I'm for not, a long time. I'm
0: not t- talking about that. I'm just saying, like typically, nuts, grass, leaves, those are easy to find.
1: Yeah,
2: sweet fruit. Not so much.
1: I don't know. The Amazon's a pretty sweet place. Did you see, oh, no thought
2: experiment. <laughs> so while we found these uncontacted uncont- oh, un- tribes, yeah. yes. and they were in like they're you know kind of like still in the you know pre-industrial pre like uh, they were pre pre iron age pre iron pre, age. They don't smelt metal, right? Yes. exactly. Stone stone age. stone age, right? They're still st- stone age. Yeah. Um, I don't like that the only uncontacted tribes we're finding are people in the stone or priests or in the stone age. I want to find an uncontacted tribe who are in like the industrial or the Iron Age. That yeah, would but that be awesome. work. That would be awesome. But, but,
0: but that but, doesn't work because in order for an industrial age society to work, you have to have a, a large, large number of people contributing. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same. Uh, so Who's an red? island?
2: I want to find island. That
1: would be awesome, right? Like a steampunk island. See, Shit. Exactly. Right oh fuck! And it floats because they, awesome, oh, they discovered that awesome. They discovered that awesome anti gravity atom that all the steampunk
2: novels have. See, they would have so much to offer. Yes. Hold on. Way. I'm looking. I'm going oh, fuck, for steampunk button. fetish and hipsters. Yeah, because just <laughs> just what we need is some more fucking steampunk <laughs> yeah. people just, making just, the just world a worse place. Visas like, for hipsters. Cosplay.
1: Oh, 24/7. where are we going?
2: Oh, right. Just I, put I'm your to, goggles on. And go to Steampunk, steampunk Island. Island. Yeah. Found yeah. <laughs> my application for vacation. at Steampunk Island. Hold Find on. What? I'm, I'm looking. <laughs>
1: Uh, Are you looking uh, for tickets to Team Falk Island World? They don't exist. It was just make-believe. Oh, my God. It was make-believe. You got out of control.
0: I'm looking for the name of a book that I read last year that was quite good and about uh, the post-apocalyptic. It was a kind of mild post-apocalyptic – a world made by hand. It's uh, by a guy named James Nuster Coward or something. Mm
1: -hmm. Sounds Uh, British.
0: Probably. But basically, it's about post-apocalypse or post some sort of population crash, whether it was a plague or super flu or whatever, I don't remember. But a uh, agrarian, how New England returned to a kind of agrarian uh, pre-industrial but also slightly post-industrial society. It was really, really well-researched, very interesting book, totally worth reading. The upshot from that is it really made me appreciate how many people it takes to make something as simple as a loaf of bread that you go and buy at the grocery store. Because probably 200 people touch that between the time the grain is harvested and planted, sown, Mm. harvested, ground up into flour, uh, baked into bread, shipped across the country, put in your grocery store, picked up by the grocery store for you and then put on – like it's not like you just go down to the mill and grab some flour and three dudes touch it. That hen
1: made it all herself.
0: What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: that, that awesome fable about the hen who makes the bread, and people keep on being like, "Give me some bread," and she's like, "No, I made this well, myself." That was the
0: goose in the golden egg. <laughs> no, it's like the little red hen or before. something. Never heard this one before. Yes,
1: yeah, you guys have. It's a classic story. story. Everybody knows one. it. She nope. makes the bread all by herself, and she's always like, you "Want to help me grind the flour?" And they're like, "No." Nah.
0: Is this something your mom told you? In the very
1: no, this is a story I've read in many a time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Look it up. Little Red Hen.
0: Nope. Who
1: will help me bake this bread? This, this might
0: be an East Bay thing.
1: She did it all by herself. I grew yeah, up in is, this California. This is the kind of shit yo. they tell
0: people in Oakland. So I, then, I, like, uh, you oh, know. East
1: Bay. Yeah, I thought yeah. she meant East Coast. Yeah. That's racist.
0: Oh, totally.
2: 100%.
4: <laughs>
2: okay, so uh, yeah, good talk, guys. Do you know Kraft has all their stock of cheese under a mountain? No. Kraft? Kraft, like the that cheese. That sounds like something
1: an evil genius would do. They have a cheese mountain?
2: Is it made by dwarves or no, elves no, or no. gnomes? Every Kraft mac and cheese and craft singles and slices, all their cheese that Kraft has. That's not cheese. One, None of those things Voto, you said are actually but, but, cheese. But they have the foundation. The, the base, there's partly cheese. All of that at some point gets cheese. stored in underneath a mountain in this cavernous space. You know what
1: that means, man? Because
2: it's called in buckets. Cheese volcano. And there's a, phono, there's a photo of it. And, and it's a mountain that is –
1: volcano. That's cheese food
2: volcano. That's still being mined. So there are explosions of Minecraft
1: Cheese. You're gonna find the orange block (laughs) if you go down far enough in that mountain. You find the orange block.
2: You'll find
1: craft single block.
2: (laughs) Buckets and buckets of cheese. Fuck. Millions of gallons of cheese. Cheese food. (laughs) Just to be clear,
1: dude. That's. That's I'm gonna look that up. That's not like an urban legend. I'm gonna show
0: the photo. I would I would I love to just photos, go like take a shop. take a camera and go to all the weird fucking places around the country, like the the craft the cheese tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> and um it's a wonder of the world. The missile silos and all the crazy post industrial <laughs> stuff that's happened over the last hundred years.
2: Wait, yeah. I'm gonna find this. Hold on.
1: No, I'm gonna
0: stop it. this podcast. Oh
1: I'm glad that hold was on the That was a better fake outtakes.
2: We had twenty minutes of the other thing. A four hundred thousand square foot underground cheese. That's not that big storage facility.
1: Yeah, four hundred is like that's like somebody's big four
0: hundred thousand apartment. Four hundred thousand. <laughs> okay, it's like a that's thousand. A bigger. Somebody's small apartments.
1: Oh, they're in buckets. They're, they're not, not. that's <laughs> what I said. Hold I mean, on my, up, I want to But when I said you said buckets, I pictured like a pail. paint a
0: word picture, Chan. Barrels. They're in barrels. They're in
1: barrels. It looks like an IKEA. Is
0: there a lid on the barrel or is it loose? Look,
1: but they are mountainous. At, at least they're yellow and orange.
0: Well, that what? looks like a whiskey uh, aging. It, it's place underneath
2: a mountain, four hundred thousand square feet. Okay, why Just do they cheese? put it underneath
1: the mountain?
0: Because it's because cold, it's cold. air conditioning, cheap, cheap to uh, refrigerate. 50, it's fifty-five degrees here. What around. country is this in? America. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. What? What state? Pennsylvania. <laughs>
2: Underground cheesecake. Wisconsin. No, it's uh,
1: not. It should be Wisconsin. <laughs>
0: Wisconsin
2: only makes real cheesecake. It's, it's, it's an old mine, seventy-year-old mine, and it's uh, is a. Is it a cheese mine? Cheese Each miners. drum is six hundred and eighty pounds. That seems about right. Of cheese chilled at 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm.
1: So when you are a powerful
2: liquid cooling system. When you eat mm. a craft
1: single you can say you're eating mountain cheese and it's true.
2: Well it's, it's not because it's food. because it's, it's not like there are cheese like like a uh, they still Those have olives there's, right? there's
1: not a vein of cheese running through that mountain?
2: No because like there's a lot of turnover. So this right. is temporary storage until they they open the barrel. And then make mac and cheese. But that cheese. shit isn't
0: even cheese. It's just like curds ground up and painted orange oh, yeah. and given cheese no, flavoring. No flavoring.
1: It's so good though.
0: No, it has flavoring. Is not good.
1: I, I like Kraft Singles uh. and I like Kraft macaroni and cheese. And so does all of Canada, Will. So if you want to keep your Canada-loving citizenship hey, hey, card.
0: I'm just saying you better that easy mac, mac and shit, and it is Mad, crazy, bad. Easy Mac
1: is not the same thing as Kraft macaroni and cheese. Kraft
0: mac and cheese is something they're trying to sell to small
1: children, and everybody knows small children will eat anything. And adults will feed them anything, unfortunately. Springfield,
0: Missouri. (laughs) Springfield, Missouri. That's cool. Home of pig farming. Okay, that's it. We're done. I'm Uh... stopping this now. Uh, Can somebody say, Ana, you want to say the thing that starts the show?
1: What is the thing that starts the show? You just say, hey, should we start the show? Hey, should we start the show, you guys?
0: Welcome to. Fuck. Do it again. Don't be goofy.
1: Okay. Hey dudes, we'll start the show.
0: That was goofy again. <laughs> I
1: know. I can't not start. Don't,
3: don't. It's d- fake. Y- you're, you're not. No acting. Oh, yeah. well, it
1: is acting. It's
3: no acting surprised. No, no, no.